everyone. Welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm Sarah. And I'm James. And today, we're going to be talking about Andor. So James, this is the 20th episode. How do you feel? Did you ever think we'd get this far? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not? Um, Once we started, yeah. But when we were first talking about it, I wasn't quite sure we were ever going to actually start. Oh, like once, yeah. Did I ever think we might never start? Yeah. But <laughs> once we started, I thought, yeah. Yeah. How's it? How's it? How are you doing after 20 episodes? Uh, it's good. I'm having fun. Still okay, enjoying good. it. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I want to hear. I mean, it has given me a backlog of a lot of shows that I said I would keep watching, and it is hard to keep up sometimes, but, you know, this is good. That's How true. are you? Um, I'm keeping up with them. Okay. And yeah, it's still fun. Probably because my shows are just better than yours, so. Oh, oh, geez. I don't know that that's accurate. So you have to but... watch all these other shows that I bring. <laughs> I think you're just pickier <laughs> than I am. Or your shows have been shorter. I don't know. That might be true, too. That might also be true. So what did uh, you get into this week? Uh, my my household's been a little sick on and off mm. the last week. So yeah. on top of doing a very long Survivor 43 podcast right. and being sick, Sarah and I decided to take one week off yes. from the podcast, <laughs> so that's why this episode is going to be a little later than expected. Yeah, you put a lot of work in, and I just took a week off. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I got it done and took a week off, week off too. Well, we're good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> um, I have a bunch of check-ins, because I didn't even talk about shows I've been watching two two weeks ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> because... hit me with them. What, what, what have you been watching? All right. First of all, did you watch Survivor 43, episode two? I did, yeah. Okay, good. You're still watching. All right, good. <laughs> that, it was a surprise 90-minute episode because of some scheduling weirdness that CBS did. Mm -hmm. And the last 30 minutes was great. <laughs> it was, got a little spicy. Uh, that extra 30 minutes was <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, got spicy. Uh, so, yeah. Definitely keeping watching that. <laughs> um, nice. Are you still watching She-Hulk, Sarah? Of course, that show's okay, so yeah. good. She-Hulk is still slapping. Mm -hmm. I've also been eating chickpea puffs, which is like Cheetos, but vegan, okay. basically, Ooh, with chopsticks. Have you been chopsticks, nice. <laughs> I have been doing that regularly, <laughs> so. <laughs> Not just a good show, it has improved your life. Not many shows yeah. can say that. <laughs> and Ghosts Season 2 is out in the, in the American version. Oh, the version. U.S. version, yeah. American version, yeah. Just I, watched I have not watched it yet. In the first episode. Uh, still good. Good. But just want to let people know. I think it's, I want to say it's like Thursdays at 8.30 on CBS is the the airtime. So, so maybe I can online, watch it on Fridays. Got it. Oh, yeah. If you're watching it online, <laughs> you have to wait till Fridays on okay. Paramount Plus, I guess it would be. Nice. And then, uh, did you hear there's going to be a sequel? Oh, no. Sorry. Not a sequel. A prequel to Money Heist. There's a prequel. No, I had not heard. It's this. called Berlin. Oh, you mean the the sketchy guy, the, the guy like you worst the guy one? you don't like through what like four episodes now? What how yeah, far? Yeah, you... something like that. Okay, right? okay. I've not gone back to that in a little while. Yeah, so it's like Berlin, but then a whole new crew. I think you know if there was anyone in that crew that I wanted to follow around for a prequel <laughs> event, don't know that I'd pick him. But okay, uh, I don't know when that's coming out. That's something I just saw. Like in the last couple of days, but um, hmm. I'm gonna keep an eye out for that. Okay, okay. And then I finished the after party. Nice. And I wanted to brag that I I I figured out the killer. You did better than I did. I didn't figure it out on my first way through. 
about halfway through the show, I, I had to kill her. Unwavering? N there was nothing that show threw at you that made you doubt yourself? I There was, like, some weird things that happened in, like, halfway through in, like, episode four. There's, like, it's, like, eight episodes. I think in episode four I saw something and then paying extra close attention to that person the rest of the time mm -hmm. just built on the suspicion. And then I was very much committed to the person that <laughs> ended up being the killer. So... Okay. That made me feel good. Nice. So the show held up for you because it made you feel smart? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> the reveal was much more complicated than like, you know, how I got the right answer too. So it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like obvious what the show was going for, but I just like mm -hmm. through context clues figured it out. Um, but you know what does not make me feel good, sir? What does not make you feel good? Um, I'm going to, I need to complain about Apple TV plus a little oh, bit more. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Here's what I did. I, I, I went through a whole thing on Apple TV Plus in the mm -hmm. After Party podcast. Yep, yep. You did not. Here, like here's it. an updated sequence of events that I've had to go through with my Apple TV Plus experience. Okay. So I did the whole thing where like I, I logged in with my phone so I could use PayPal. Mm -hmm. But I'm watching it on like a desktop in a browser. Okay. In Chrome specifically. Mm -hmm. And for a while... Like, every time I clicked on something, it's like, hey, we need your credit card information if you want to watch the show. Oh, and I was dang. like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And then eventually, like, sometimes it let me through. When I went back to watch the after party, it was just not, it did not want me to watch the after party at all. Really? And I almost was just like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> fuck Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> I'm not watching your show. <laughs> but then I caved. And I was like, fine, I'll put in my credit card information. I unsubscribed first mm -hmm. and then i put in my credit card information <laughs> even though i was already paying with paypal mm -hmm. and then but when okay so but then when i put my credit card information in it like the form to fill out the credit card was like duplicated so you had to fill it out twice in order to like submit Jeez. it <laughs> this, this is a very janky experience I apple TV plus is straight garbage if you're not using apple products to watch it mm. Yeah, it's it's nice and smooth on the <laughs> Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. And then I feel like this was working, and now it stopped <laughs> working. Oh. Now when you watch shows, in Chrome at least, like there's no volume slider. <laughs> and I'm like watching on my desktop computer with like headphones on. Mm -hmm. So it just like blasts in my ears, and then I have to go oh, into no. like the window settings to freaking like lower the volume. It's so stupid. Jeez. Apple, so um fix your business Jeez. yeah unsubscribe from apple tv plus <laughs> okay apple tv plus is my nemesis i think <laughs> is this your super villain origin story <laughs> ever i'm forever gonna be bitter towards apple tv plus <laughs> i it sucks that ted lasso is on App, apple tv plus Ted Lasso's a good show. There's going to be another season of the after party? I don't know. We'll see. Yep, yep. There's we'll going to be another season. Let's see if it's worth even checking out. That have to watch <laughs> it on Apple TV+. Plus. I don't know. I just don't know, Sarah. <laughs> Oof. I'm going to completely forget about this and suggest a different Apple TV Plus show That's later fine. at some it's point. Fine. And force you to go through this nonsense again. I'm sorry. I'm still paying with PayPal, but I, they have my credit card information. So the site works now. Other than the, the volume thing. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Jeez. It's all right. <laughs> I, yeah, I hate you, Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joining your cult to watch your shows. Aww. Go away. <laughs> Be better. Be better, <laughs> Apple TV+. Plus. All right. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I'm that ready was... to move on. I, I, I feel 
feel bad for you. It, it was so smooth and easy for me. <laughs> it's not actually that bad. It's just like I was like really trying to avoid putting my credit card information in yeah, and yeah. it refused, which was annoying. What have you been watching anything, Sarah? Uh, I have. I watched a movie on Netflix that came out recently called Do Revenge. Have you seen has has Netflix foisted this at you at all? Nope, looking it up now. It is um it is a high school movie. So, you know, that's your wheelhouse. You like things that take place in high school, right? Um it's basically mm -hmm. modern day strangers on a train. Strangers on a chain strangers on a train. Uh, was a Hitchcock movie where two strangers on a train both wanted somebody dead and then they did each other's murder. Except this is in high school and they're just doing revenge on each other's people they want to do revenge on. Oh, okay. Okay. But it was pretty good. And it just, it surprised me a number of times because like just out of, there would be like normal music, like modern day pop music in it. And then out of nowhere, it would just hit me with like a 90s jam. And I was like, well, this has transported me back to childhood. <laughs> and it just okay. surprised me every single time. But somehow it worked. And I, I recommend it was a good show, a good movie um, if you like teen comedies. I'm watching the trailer with no volume right now. And it looks super dramatic, but it's listed as a comedy. So I it think is, it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it definitely has like over the top ridiculous moments, but uh, pretty good. Okay. I added it to my <laughs> Netflix list. Why not? All right. And on a completely different note, there is a new show on YouTube called Ghost Files. It is by the guys who used to do BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, where they'd go ghost hunting. Well, they left BuzzFeed and made their own YouTube channel, and now this is them remaking that show, but slightly differently. And uh, that's been what I've been watching to get in the spooky mood, because it's still spooky season, getting spookier. It was real good, so if you like ghost hunting with people who don't necessarily believe in ghosts is pretty good oh that's what it is it, like these guys don't even believe in ghosts but they're doing well, it anyway. one of them super believes in ghosts and the other one absolutely does not um so okay. it is a fun dynamic and it is a good time they just like make the guy that doesn't believe like go into the dark and <laughs> well they check both... out the noises and <laughs> <laughs> they both go in together um and they go through the whole building or whatever they they they're usually hot spots that you know Whoever owns the building or people who visit there before have said like, "Ooh, there's a lot of spooky activity here," and so they they hit up those places. They have a bunch <laughs> of weird ghost hunting gear, like a weird spirit box that like emits little radio things that ghosts are supposed to be able to talk through. They do the whole they used to do the flashlight thing. If you've ever seen another ghost hunting thing where they're like, "Ooh, turn on this flashlight if you mean yes or no or whatever," you know. Okay. All your typical ghost hunting nonsense. They didn't know that one. Okay. Um, and then uh, at the end, the guy who doesn't believe walks through the whole place and hides a walkie-talkie somewhere. And he has to spend like 20 minutes at least in the place. And then he comes back. And he has a grand old time because he's just like yelling, hey, demons, come possess me. I don't, I don't care or whatever. And he's fine. And then they send the one that believes in, and he's scared shitless the entire time. And he has to go find <laughs> the walkie-talkie before his timer starts. And then he has to spend another 20 minutes out there ghost hunting solo. And then he comes back. And, yeah. and they do that every episode? <laughs> every episode. Well, okay. there's only two of this new show so far. Oh, but okay, um, okay. it's real good. It's, it's a fun time. So that's my spooky season recommendation for the week ghost files on youtube 
one of the episodes is Alcatraz. Yes, that's the okay. the most recent one. Gotcha. Okay. Don't know if I'll be checking this out. <laughs> Although I don't know, it's a little bit of a twist on the normal yeah like show. So maybe it's actually I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? I don't. I don't know if it's your jam or not. But you know, I'm never really in a mood to know be frightened or weirded out or what whatever mm-hmm. the goal of watching these things is. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I do, you know, like I've said before, don't believe in ghosts, but Loki made me think my house might be haunted. I was thinking the other day while watching the show that I'm glad I don't edit our podcasts because if there ever was a spooky ghost whispering in my microphone, I don't want to find it. If you ever hear a spooky ghost message in my recording, just don't tell me. Just just edit it out. That's all I ask. Okay. Still don't believe in ghosts, but still, just, just in case. But anyway, are you ready? To get into some Star Wars talk again. Yeah. It's going to be some different Star Wars talk. Yes, this is definitely some different Star Wars talk. So Andor just came out on Disney Plus and uh, the first week out they dropped three episodes. This is about the main guy from Rogue One. Is it the main guy? I need like a, I feel like I need a refresher, <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly, of well, what technically... happened Rogue One. Because the... The girl is the main character. Yeah, she's the main character, but she joins like a little crew of like rebelly people. And the guy who's leading that crew is the guy this show is about. And but is he this a is pilot for that, that? Or is he? I know he's like a thief. At least yeah, that's he's like a thief, and he's like the captain of the crew. But I think specifically in Rogue One, for a long portion of it, they are trying to rescue their pilot. But uh, it's Star Wars, so like lots of people can fly ships. Gotcha. Okay. And this is five years before Rogue One is what I looked up? Yes. Okay. I feel like with Rogue One, like, I don't remember, like, any of the characters except for the, uh, like, the battle droid that was, like... uh, Yeah, there was a fun robot. The assassin droid, or what was he? No, it wasn't. No, no. Not the fun robot. It is the fun robot. It's the fun droid, but I forget what kind of droid he was. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, but I feel like the droid is what I remember. And then, like, I found all the other characters to be, like, forgettable. And then they just randomly made a a show about this guy, Andor. And I was like, (laughs) oh, I guess he was in that movie. So you did not really like Rogue One, right? Like, I thought it was fine and interesting. I didn't think, like, you know, the the story that was told was, like, a really important story that needed to be told in the Star Wars universe. Like, oh, how did the Rebels get the plans to plans, the death yeah. star yeah like it, it it was just like okay well, you know the good guys have some information that will, <laughs> might help them win like this is yeah. a mechanic of the story that didn't need to be explained but i guess they wanted to explain it um okay. and then i i did i did not like that like all the new characters just died at the end of the movie <laughs> i still enjoyed rogue one uh okay so we'll see we'll see what all i think right, after right, this right, right? yeah 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 <laughs> i gotta say coming into this one did not have the confidence of being like, yeah, James is gonna walk away saying he's <laughs> watching this. We'll see. Well, you picked a you picked a drama. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's already a risk you're taking when you make that mm-hmm. decision. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was less. The goal was less. Uh, find a show for James and more. I want to talk about this show. So. Yeah, and it's it's re- it's uh, recent. So yeah, but there's four episodes out now. So the one more episode is released. Yes. There'll be two. There'll be five episodes out by the time this. We published this episode. Correct. And I think it's going to be 12 episodes total. Mm. Right? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I was waiting for your little your little rundown. Oh, who cares? Here, here's my wiki. Ready? Okay. 
The show is a prequel to the Star Wars spin-off film Rogue One from mm-hmm. 2016. Okay. The series follows thief-turned-rebel spy Cassian Andor during the five years leading up to the events of the film. Boom. That's nice. what we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> Simple, straight to the point. <laughs> Love it. And he was a guy that was in Rogue One. I, okay, I thought there might have been more of a backstory to this guy, or maybe there's, like, you know, in, like, the the star wars novels or whatever there is maybe mm. there's more information on this guy i don't know i i'm like i'm i almost like wasn't going to check this show out because i was just like why is there a show about this guy <laughs> like i don't know what's interesting but okay yeah i when i saw that the show was named andor i thought it was a planet uh because they do have a lot of other planets that oh, sound yeah. like that um so i had totally forgotten this man's name but yeah it's fine whatever I don't. I also do not know if there is extra material on him or anything, but I think we're gonna find out. All right. So we're both pretty. We're both pretty blind going into this. Then I. Yeah. I was. I thought. I thought I was missing something. Maybe, but I guess not. All right. So you want to get into episode one? Yes. But today we're talking about the first three episodes. Episode one. Andor is walking in the rain towards a city, and I wrote the name of the city. Morlana One. I think that's the planet. Oh, that might be actually. the planet. Yeah. That might be the planet. Yeah. So they they put this like on the screen like you would if it was like a movie about Earth. <laughs> but <laughs> they don't have to put the Earth. They just put the city. But and then they wrote Priox Morlana Corporate Zone. Is that like the name of the city? I I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know that this has a city name proper. Like there is a corporation that is basically running this planet, I think. Oh, so this is or at least area is part like of a it. corporate zone. Okay. Yeah. So this is the corporate zone. So it's like a campus slash work area for whatever, like mining job or scrapping or whatever is going on here. Or whatever. I don't know that we ever find out exactly what's going on on Morlana One. What the co- the corporation is doing there. Okay. And then they threw BBY Five. That is Star Wars years. So it's before the Battle of Yavin. Five years. It's like BC five or whatever. And the Battle of Yavin is the first is the end of a new hope, basically. The end of a new hope. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. When when they blow up the first Death Star is the Battle of Yavin. Gotcha. Okay. That's how people knew this was five years before. I just knew that because I looked it up beforehand. But (laughs) (laughs) so I put together that that's what the BBY five must have meant, but I didn't know what the BBY stood for. Okay. I'm caught up then. I'm ready to go. Okay. All right. This place starts off right. Ready? He's going to walk into a strip club. <laughs> well, like, first I just got to say, like, he's walking in the rain along this, like, long, long bridge to go to this city. And, like, it's dark and the music is moody. And it just instantly, for me, felt very, like, 80s serious sci-fi movie. Like, like Blade yeah. Runner or Blade Alien Runner, or Blade Alien. Runner, like, yeah. yeah. And instantly I loved it. Just, like... I don't even know oh, that I love Blade Runner that much, but I love that it seemed dark and un- upset and not like super fun time adventure Star Wars. While I love super fun time adventure Star Wars, there's been too much. And so the vibe was totally different and it made <laughs> Too me much happy. fun and adventure. Yeah, I can only handle so much good time. You Get know? off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> exactly. Get off my space lawn. Make it rain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got the I got the uh, Blade Runner vibes right away yeah. too. But you were in right away when you got these vibes. I was like, ooh, let's go. (laughs) Okay, okay. But yeah, you're right. He instantly enters a strip club because, yeah, I mean, that's very Blade Runner too. Like, that feels right. (laughs) Yeah. 
Ooh, and there, I, I also have to say, it, this does a thing that I like in other sci-fi things also where, like, I don't know, there's something about sci-fi movie club music that I like a lot. Like, in Tron, they have, like, when they go into a club somewhere, like, the music is just good. In the Mass Effect mm. games, there are bars and clubs, and the music is just good. Similarly, it's good. It's not that um, cantina band-style <laughs> jazz music. Yeah, It's just, you know good electronic music so again the vibe the was strip clubs have the good music is what you're saying the sci-fi strip clubs have the good music <laughs> is what i'm saying uh yeah so i gathered that you know andor is looking for a specific girl and that's why he's here he's not actually here to uh for pleasure of the, yeah, establishment. <laughs> he's uh like inquiring about a girl yes specifically a Canari girl, which is not a Star Wars thing I had heard of before. And we don't know that, right? Um. Well, he says, so there's a woman that comes out and is like asking what he's in the mood for. And he says he heard that a girl from Canari was working there. Oh, he does say Canari. Okay. Yeah. I missed, I didn't put that together. Ooh, also this woman has the best hair. It's big, poofy, curly 80s hair that's oh, totally like that hair? flat flat on top. <laughs> yeah, and there's another woman weird. there who has the same hair, so it's the uniform for this, like, establishment. The hostesses, yeah. It's great. It's silly, and I loved it. So, can I just talk about my notes for a second on the show? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, I feel like this show makes some weird decisions that either mm -hmm. I'm not playing close enough attention and I missed, like, the one time they mentioned everybody's name. Or <laughs> they just, like, blatantly did not choose to name any of the characters. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah. I think I picked up on, on a couple of them. So I have just quick descriptors for characters mm -hmm. in the show. Yep. And then I just know that this guy's name Andor. But yep. <laughs> he goes by Cassian. I He's think everybody Cassian calls him Cassian. Andor. Yeah. Yeah. I have him in, I refer to him as Endor in my notes okay. all the time. But um It's fair. Yeah, so like <laughs> the main characters that I think I have, I have there's there's Andor, mm -hmm. and then there's gonna be a girl, and then there's gonna be the girl's boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then there's gonna be an old guy. Oh yeah, I don't know the old guy's name. Oh, I do know the old guy's name because it was in the subtitles, but it took a while. Like, at first, they weren't putting his name in the subtitles, and then eventually mm -hmm. they did, but I didn't actually hear them say it. Yeah, I don't think they ever say the old guy's name. Um, the girl is Bix, and I remember that because that's a cool name that I am stealing for D&D. &D. And they um, eventually said the boyfriend's name, too, but it wasn't until, like, episode three. It was the It's the lamest name in all of Star Wars. It's Tim with two M's, which I also know because of the subtitles. But, like... Yeah. Tim with two M's. Get a better Star Wars name. Yeah. In my notes, though, there I have, these are the types of things I've been writing down. Well, also, then there is, like, the main antagonist, right? And I wrote him up as, Oh, like, he's angry guy. Oh, no, no. For me, it was Lieutenant Stick Up His Butt. So, okay. like, my notes are a little wonky as well. I just wrote angry guy for that guy. I think it was somewhere in the third episode where I'm like, I gotta look this guy's name up. This takes too long to type. And then I finally figured it out. I, I'm pretty sure we never get his name. And I was like, okay, maybe this guy's going to be somebody. And that's why they haven't told us his name yet. But then I was nope. like, I might not even know once they say this guy's name. I think they say his last name at some point. But his oh, okay. full name's in the uh, the credits of uh, IMDb. So that's where I looked it up. I have his name as Angry Guy. And then eventually he gets a squad together. When mm -hmm. then I started calling the squad Angry Squad. <laughs> nice. So that's... If I refer to people, <laughs> these are, this is how I'm referring to people. 
in the okay. show as we go along. I love it. It's good. So yeah, Andor's looking for a girl, but whose name we also don't know. <laughs> and it's not the girl that's going to be the girl that I'm referring to as the girl. Correct. So let's not get confused, listeners, mm-hmm. about when I, I mean, say the girl. <laughs> we do find out that it. He says it's his sister that he's looking for. Yes, this is his sister, yeah. And the girl later that's going to be in the show is not his sister. Correct. He's presumably always going to be looking for his sister through the show. Oh, yeah, probably. Or it'll come up again. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, but he's going to find out that she's no longer at the strip club. Mm-hmm. And she left months ago, one month ago. It's not really clear. Yeah, basically no real chance of tracking her down from this establishment anymore. Yeah, he's looking for his sister. But then he also does a weird thing where he... He asks the woman, like, oh, what's her name? Like, he doesn't even know what his sister's name is, or he's trying to find out the name that she's going by now. I Yeah. Or if this woman who worked here was even his sister. Like, Oh, maybe. I took it as he didn't even know her name, but I, yeah, you might be right. But also, yeah, he might not know what name she's going by now. Like, yeah, he is going, like, there are flashbacks through this where we find out his name as a child that he used, which is similar but different. So, like, he's also going by a different name. But then, um, also at this strip club, there's going to be, like, two jerk cop guys. Yeah. That are, like, like, giving him a hard guards. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Endor's going to leave after he tried to, like, ignore them in the bar. But then, like, the, the cop guys are going to, like, stalk him and follow him. Yeah. And then they're going to give him a hard time and be like, oh, you're not a somebody that's supposed to be here. You it's need like, to show yeah, us you your ID. Show your ID and, <laughs> and you better not have yep. parked across the bridge because then you're going to have to pay a fee for getting towed. And they're basically yeah. trying to shake him down. Yeah. I don't know if Andor has actually broken any laws or even if he has, like, are these like really minor offenses that they really don't need to be going out of their way for? Like, I don't know really what's going on here yeah i think they're just trying to screw with him like they for whatever like they get annoyed that he gets served first in the club like even though they've oh, been that's there earlier what it was, yeah so they're just like entitled assholes you know even though he didn't just... even get served yeah yeah <laughs> like, exactly he would have been though i guess yeah yeah their pride was hurt or something and therefore they must go harass this man long story short though ander is gonna kick these guys ass Basically. Not just that, he, I think, accidentally kills the first one. He seems actually a little remorseful about it. And then the second guy, he ends up just shooting straight in the face with, like, no remorse yeah. whatsoever. I didn't get that. I That was really confusing to me. It's like, oh, he, acts, he, like, just, he was having, like, a normal, like, you know, fist fight with the two guys. And then I somehow he killed one of them by accident. And then when the second guy was like, oh, like... Don't kill me. Let's just pretend this never happened. Well, not even let's pretend this never happened. It's like, we'll go into the station together and explain that it was an accident. It's like, no. Why would he agree to that ever at all? Like, But he still didn't have to kill him necessarily. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't understand the... Um, the dynamics at play. The dynamics that, of yeah. the, like being a, you know, somebody, a low life in the... Or a poor person, or whatever yeah. Andor's supposed to be, yeah, in the Star Wars galaxy. So, and there's, I, I think it's a safe assumption given information we get later that like he's likely to have a record of maybe you know that's gonna make things go worse for him. I, there, there's a lot of things probably at play that they don't exactly explain here, but he kills these two guys and then he runs away. Yeah, but yeah, he's able to just run away, gets on his ship, and leaves the he leaves the planet right, like entirely correct. Okay. He leaves the planet, but not the system, because the next place we're shown 
The name is Ferrix, and it says it's in the Morlani system, which is yeah. I get a little lost like sometimes it, it, with these like. Well, maybe it's not the same system because the other the other place is Morlana one, but it's the Morlani system is probably the same system. Yeah, I don't know. I get confused sometimes in these like sci-fi shows where it's like planets and cities I've never heard of, and like mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. what cities on what planet, and yeah. But I, I think I get it. Yeah, that he yeah. left this planet, went to another planet, and yeah. then the rest of the the rest of the first three episodes is going to take place on Ferrix, right? Well, every every place where he is. There are where Andor is, yeah. There, yeah. there's cuts to other people, but yeah. right, yeah. But on Ferrix, this is where we get introduced to the cute droid for the show because it's not Star Wars if it doesn't have a cute droid. Yeah. What What do you think about this droid, Sarah? He's kind of cute. They're kind of cute. I guess I I can't gender a droid. Um, their their name is B two emo. I guess. Oh, In the subtitles, it is? at least, is what it said. But he I just, just called it as B. Yeah, Andor just calls him B. He's got, he's like got a, a, he's scrunchable. I don't know. And so he can like make himself small to protect himself. And I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, he's like, like a garbage can accordion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's red. Mm-hmm. I need. You don't like him? Nah, I don't know. I don't think I do. Okay. <laughs> he's got, so he has like the default like robot voice. Mm-hmm. Like almost like, um, who's the really smart guy? C-3PO? No, in real life. <laughs> Oh, oh, Stephen Hawking. Uh, Stephen Hawking. He kind of has like the Stephen Hawking's voice, but then it, it with but they he's like buggy, so he has like a stutter. Yeah, I don't well, know. He's I, I find old it kind and of beat up. To listen to him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, compared to like all the other droids in the Star Wars universe that just like mm-hmm. make beep beep noises, but this one like actually talks, speaks English. Yeah, I don't know. I found, it wasn't okay. my. It was, it definitely not, but like probably the bottom of the barrel in terms of droids in the star wars universe i think <laughs> well maybe we'll have to do a you know hot take ranking of all the droids that that matter at some oh i'm point. down but um, i think for now what's who's your number one i think i know oh, what my number one is i threw this out without even talking thinking about it i don't know uh, okay. um i mean like r2's up there but that's so basic um i like a lot of them are really similar yeah. So it's just like your personal preference. But um... I love a sassy droid. So the droid in the solo movie was good. Oh, okay. That's a good one. But also that whole storyline went in weird, awkward places. Um and I do like the droid in Rogue One. Yeah. I forget why, but I just remember liking that one. Yeah. Uh I like Chopper. Chopper in Ooh, Chopper's good. Uh Rebels. Mm-hmm. Right? Chopper's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh BB eight's good. R2 is good. The assassin droid in Mandalorian was really good, I think. I remember how mm. funny it was, but uh Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. He was I good. like that one. He got like turned into a nanny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that was um, a good dynamic. Yeah. So like all these droids we just said are all better than this droid in the show, right? <laughs> yes or no? Um, I mean he's better than C3PO. Um which I n- none of us uh, mentioned as like favorite uh, droid, but like I think he's better. He's I don't got know. character I think he's worse now. Like him. C3PO's got character. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he's got character too, but I like I like B's character. There's something funny okay. about like like a little bit later later, Andor asks him to lie for him and he's like, mm, okay, I have enough power, I can do it. It's like it's a weird equation of if he's powered up enough, he can do lies. Yeah, that which was which is weird. a funny concept <laughs> to me. Yeah. I think I'd still put C3PO ahead of this guy, of this droid. But doesn't mean he's terrible. He's just, you know, not not the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, there's a lot of competition. That's true. Yeah, there's a high bar. But he, do, he does this. This droid does serve as you know cute droid for for this. So I'll I'll give him that. I think I even like Lola better. Oh, Lola doesn't do anything except be evil for a little while. Yeah, but evil Lola was awesome. <laughs> No, no, I'm going to say B's better than Lola. Evil B could be incredible if that happens. In this well, thing. I mean, we'll just have to the see. The voice might be great for Evil <laughs> B. So this is going to end up being Andor's droid, right? Yes. Well, Slash I his... think it's it's more his Mom's mother droid? figure's Mother droid, figure's yeah. droid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the droid gets to the ship that Andor's at, and Andor's sleeping. This looks like a broken down ship. Like, this does not seem like... A ship that he may have used the previous night. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Okay. But Andor is asleep. Yes. And then this is weird, Sarah. Mm-hmm. What's weird? This gets weird. So, I mean, it's just a flashback. It's not that weird. It's a flashback, yeah. But the show really makes it seem like this is a dream because he's currently sleeping when they cut to this, right? Oh, I hadn't thought of it like that, I guess. I was, it took me a while. Like, when they went to it a second time, I was like, okay, this can't be a dream. This has to be a flashback. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was confused at first because when you show somebody sleeping and then you go, like, you cut, it's good. People are supposed to think that's a dream, right? Like, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Except I I didn't pick up on that, but I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're going to, they keep going back to this, this flashback repeatedly. And each time, like, not much really happens in the flashback. It's, like, very slow progress in the slash flashback, right? That's true. And also, like, they don't put any subtitles for what anybody That saying. was like, super it's an, weird, too. Yeah, that, like, it's a group of children who seem to have been, I don't know if they've, you don't know if they've crash-landed here or been abandoned here, but they have built up their own little children's society in the woods, and whatever language they're speaking does not get translated for us. You just kind of have to follow the vibe. Yeah. I feel like 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 the Lost Boys and Peter Pan. Yeah. But they have girls too. Um, <laughs> okay. And they're gonna yeah. be <laughs> and they're gonna be they're gonna be speaking a language that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Canary language, right? And then Presumably. there's gonna be no subtitles for the entire three episodes of this flashback. Correct. So we're just supposed to pick up on like the mannerisms of, of what they're saying well, for I whatever think reason this was the decision they made what we learn in this first flashback is there is a little girl calling a little boy cassa that's presumably cassian right and presumably his sister that seems reasonable um there's a little society of children who have no adults for whatever reason and then there is a ship that kind of flies above and then crashes in the distance so meh, i don't know that you needed too many words yeah, you don't really need it. I, I mean, I picked up that this. Okay, this is this is Andor mm-hmm. in the flashback. I actually, until you just talked about it, like I didn't really pick up that. Oh, this is probably his sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> for some reason, I just didn't put that together. I almost actually forgot that he was looking for his sister mm. after like the first scene because it doesn't yeah. really come up again in the first three episodes. Right. But yeah, you're right. It is probably his sister. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah talk about stuff, that it later. has to be a sister. I didn't really keep track of any of these kids' faces except for Andor. So now that you're saying <laughs> that, I don't even know which girl in the Well, group. she was noticeably smaller than any of the other kids that, like, did anything, you know, that we really paid attention to. And she kept, like, trying to get him to stay with her while he wanted to go with the bigger kids later. So, like... Oh, uh, okay, okay. Gotcha. They, okay, they felt connected in that way. 
that shit. Because there's another girl, too, who's, like, the leader yes. of the group, and that's not his sister. I assume so. Okay. But she's going she's gonna to get dead, right? And <laughs> yeah, Presumably yeah, yeah. his sister's alive. It's okay. Well, okay. who knows? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Kids in a jungle, a ship is crash landing, kids are confused, back to reality. Yes. Back to present time. Yeah. So Andor is now awake in this shell of a ship and B wants to know where he was last night. Um, we kind of figure out that Andor lives with someone named Marva and maybe has a friend called Brasso who came looking for him the night before. Damn, you got these names. I mean, well, these are the names that were actually said in the show. Okay. So I had to latch on to them. <laughs> Where's the rest <laughs> of them they don't say? The Marva is his mom. Seems like his mom yeah, right, yeah, at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other guy's just his friend. Yeah, well. That's about to show up in the scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We okay. pre- presumably he's a friend. We just know that he came looking for him the night before. All right, and this is where Andor <laughs> tells B to lie and be like, you haven't seen me today. You don't know where I was last night. And B's like, okay, I might have to charge up, but I can, that's two lies, but I can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was cute. So yeah, then, then, this is weird again right away. So he goes to like the factory entrance or exit or whatever. Or something, to meet yeah. His, to meet the buddy that was looking for him. Mm-hmm. And then his immediate thing is like, I guess it's because he, he knows he just killed two guys. Is mm-hmm. like, oh, he's give he's basically just feeding his buddy, telling him like, hey, you if you if anybody asks, like I was with you when we were doing this thing, basically like making an alibi. Right? Yeah, That's but he does it in a okay. way where he like tells him the story of what they quote unquote did last night, and then Brazos just like, okay, yeah, sure, and then like picks up and adds to it. He's like, yeah, you had to apologize to me because you insulted me over. Like he's just. He's ready for this sort of exchange. Yeah, it seems like this happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this, honestly, that's what it, like, yeah. them having to invent al- alibis. But yeah, so this guy seems like his bro, his friend that he can rely on, theoretically. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to cut to um, some, well, okay. I wrote some old guy in my notes, <laughs> but this actually isn't the old guy that I mentioned in the Correct. beginning. We are back on Morlana 1 at the corporate security headquarters, and this is like, the chief inspector or yeah, something some sort of like cop captain guy yeah. um and he's looking at the file the case file of the two dead cops mm-hmm. which was brought to him by stick of his ass guy or yeah. angry guy <laughs> yeah. as you call him. yeah angry guy angry guy brought this file to the captain it was like this is the most serious crime that's ever been committed in the history of the planet <laughs> and maybe the entire galaxy yep and then <laughs> But the captain guy, the captain guy is weird. So this is the only scene we get out of him, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, he basically guesses exactly what happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, oh, these two cops probably were messing with somebody and then got into an altercation and then got killed in the altercation. But we don't have time for this right now. Like, we're just going to pretend that this didn't happen. And yeah, like, ultimately, it doesn't look good for them. Like, he says he knows one of the guys and he's like, that guy's an asshole. And like, they were out doing shit they weren't supposed to. Like, they were supposed to be on duty and they're in this like strip club brothel place. So, like, no, we can't have this. Just make up something. Yeah. He's like, like about to go to some higher ups and he's reporting on like crime rates and he doesn't want to add this to whatever. Yes. The metrics that he's about to report. Mm-hmm. So 
<laughs> yeah, basically, it just tells Ed the angry guy, <laughs> like, ah, just sweep this under the rug. Don't worry about it. But that, the angry guy is not going to take this. <laughs> like, yeah, like angry the... <laughs> guy looks so different from everyone else, even though they're wearing the same uniform because he like got it tailored like and added shit to it because he's super proud of his job. And like everyone else around here does not like give much of a fuck. Yeah. And so we should like, call him personally insulted. There we go. And we should call angry him angry cop. cop instead of angry guy. It's <laughs> okay. more clear that he's like a police officer. <laughs> yeah. I think his title might be deputy inspector, but angry cop. I like angry, angry cop. cop is easier. Yeah. Although there's going to be a cop later who might be, I don't know if he's equally angry, but he's way more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's going to be part of the whole angry cop squad though. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a whole bunch. Of <laughs> but right now it seems like angry cop is the only guy that cares about the rules and he's being told to sweep this under the rug, which, which does not look like he is happy about. Yeah. And then we cut to Andor, and he's going to be visiting a woman at a hmm, pawn shop slash I think it's scrap like a yard. Scrap yard. Yeah, 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 something like that. And it seemed like she was making speeders. Or dismantling correct? them, or repairing them, or yeah, who something knows? with speeders, I think. But yeah, her name is Bix, which they, Bix, he actually yeah. says at some point, and is cool, and I'm going to steal for D&D at some point. It took me at least until episode two to get her name, but that <laughs> is her name. Uh, and they seem to have a history with each other. Maybe they don't like each other that much. There's going to be a theme where, like, Andor... I don't think Andor has any friends. Like, actual friends. Everybody that he knows, like... No, I think Brazos is friends. Like, like, like they're... He's screwed them over, or he's borrowed money from them, or... Like, Andor doesn't have a regular positive friends. interactions with people. <laughs> I just think they all think he's a piece of shit. Like, okay. they could be friends and also think he's kind of a garbage person. So they seem to have some sort of beef. Uh, but basically, yeah. Andor is saying um, that he has something to sell. And she apparently knows a guy that buys Knows a guy things. who likes to buy stuff. Yeah. But they don't talk specifics here, right? So it's really right. weird. Um, he, he does not want to tell her exactly what it is, but he's like, it's a, it, this guy is definitely going to want it. So he's like, you got to call him right now. But she has a schedule. She's like, it's, I don't have enough stuff. It's weird. But he like ultimately convinces her because he won't stop arguing with her. I don't know. Oh, no. He does actually eventually tell her what it is. It's yeah, he an, says some words. An I wrote this down. Not that it is meaningless to me, but it's untraceable NS9 Starpath unit. So whatever that is, it's very valuable. And she is angry because she thinks he was like hiding it from her and could have sold it earlier or something and so there is a little bit of an argument but ultimately she says she's gonna go call the guy so it's, it's he gets what he wants from her yes oh wait but here's where we first see tim i'm sorry i have to complain about tim tim is my kite man of this show well, <laughs> tim's yeah tim sucks yeah tim is the front desk guy <laughs> don't compare to kite man <laughs> way better than this guy kite okay. man never did what this guy is doing that's what are you true about? Kite like, Man no is a stand-up guy Man. compared to this guy, but I just was annoyed every time I saw Tim. Again, worst Star Wars name, Tim with two M's, whatever. But he's the front desk guy, and he and Bix are banging, apparently, and he just is... But she doesn't seem to tell him about her side hustle, so he's always suspicious. And he definitely doesn't like Andor, and we'll see more of him later. But, oof, Tim, what a loser. Okay. Yeah, it was super weird, because, like, Tim also knows Andor, but... I don't know. I guess there's some sort of history that we're just supposed to accept. 
but he's I think like Tim's real concerned that maybe maybe Andor and Bix used to date or something. Or that at seems least possible. Tim yeah. thinks they used to and is super paranoid about it. Yeah. Basically Tim's whole storyline through these three episodes is he's just gonna stalk Bix. Yes. Because he thinks she's cheating on him. Yep. Right? That's that's, the, that's, pretty his, much that's it. this guy's whole existence. This is his entire <laughs> in arc. The, in yep. this, yeah. Okay, back to the kids in the woods. Yeah. Go back to the woods. This is where I finally wrote down, oh, wait, they're speaking a different language and it's not getting translated. Okay. <laughs> um, weird decision. But Yeah. And they're, uh, they're, they're putting on, like, tribal paint, like, tribal war paint. Yeah, it's like the bigger kids are, like, gathered around, passing around supplies, painting stuff all over their face like they're getting ready to go somewhere. And they seem a little bit older than Casa. But he's, like, maybe just old enough. So he's, like, trying to weasel his way into the older kid group to also go wherever they're about to go. Yeah. And he successfully does it because the leader girl, like, allows it. So, like, there's a little, like, it seems like maybe he's got a thing for her or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. The war paint is on. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut back to, <laughs> <laughs> cut back to the, the real time. Back to angry cop. And the angry guy, dude, the angry cop, he, I just wrote, he is so serious. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Basically, he's going to be like, well, my captain just told me to sweep this under the rug. Nope, not going to do that. Gonna I'm going to go full in the opposite full direction. Full investigation <laughs> and grab as many resources as possible from the police department. And, and this scene this. is basically him standing behind a guy yelling in hands. I mean, not exactly, but that's the, the modern cop. TV show equivalent is him just being like, come on, enhance this. I need to find out. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like trafficking traffic on, you know how Star yeah. Wars has those screens that are just little dots going everywhere and like somehow yeah. that's supposed to tell you something? That's what they're looking at and it makes Yeah, no that sense. screen was weird. It was like, it was like um, they had to make like a graphic that was like shittier than the graphics used in like the original star wars (laughs) yeah (laughs) the original movies or something Mm -hmm. because it was like it looked like i don't know like an old like mac computer or something (laughs) it looked like really bad yeah it was really really bad bad. computer with like just like little blips and that was supposed to mean something that it was like it was like space traffic or right yeah yeah ship traffic yeah it looked weird it looked like it couldn't possibly be what they were referring to like yeah but star wars stuff so whatever but yeah, basically they see a ship that looks suspicious and he yells at this guy until he goes through every single frame of all of the traffic for the night to find more information. Yeah. He's like, yeah, stay up all night. Just do this. Yep. Even though Captain said not to. Then Andor is going to be walking around and he's going to run into a guy who wants some money from Andor. Cause yeah. <laughs> this is <just laughs> he clearly all, ripped this him is off. All, Andor, every interaction with anybody is just like super sketchy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he is he is the sketchy guy. It's true. I don't think we even see these two characters again. I they they may have had names. I did not write them down. Uh, they might have had names, yeah. but they didn't. I matter. think we're just supposed to establish that Andor is like in debt to people. Yeah, basically. and like yeah. maybe Loki has been scamming some people. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. That's unclear. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bix is going to leave the workshop. All of a sudden, and the boyfriend's gonna be like, "Yo, I'm following you." Yep, yep. But he didn't say it to her. He's just doing it. <laughs> but then, in true Tim fashion, he bumps into somebody and loses her. So you know, that's oh, a that Tim happen? move okay. right there. Yeah, yeah. He can't even follow her appropriately. Yeah, but she's just like going somewhere. She's like looking for a part. 
I thought, but then she was like sending a. I guess she was just sending a signal to the buyer. That's yeah, basically, we she goes to somebody else's junk shop or part shop or whatever, and they have a secret code. I guess that is she asks yeah. for a particular part and then climbs in a tower and contacts yeah. the guy. And then the angry guy. We go back to the oh, angry yeah. guy. He's like. We have got to put a bulletin notification throughout the entire system or because they're still back on that other planet. Yeah. Right? Well, I think they must have the, the guy in the previous scene must have found something about the traffic, like followed the ship back to Ferrix because they do specifically oh. like they put this bulletin out that they are looking for a Canary mail for questioning to Ferrix specifically. And like all the minions he's telling to do this are like, are you sure you want to do that? Like. We don't really, like, we have jurisdiction there, but, like, not really a presence. And, like, do you know what it's like on Ferrix? Like, mm, people are weird there. And he's just like, the fuck? Do it. This is, you know, like, he gets real upset about it. He's just yeah. like, it's ridiculous. I guess they're, I don't know. It's like the show trying to establish that he's, like, kind of crossing some sort of legal line to go get what he wants here i didn't really understand what they i were trying think to establish he is here. following like the letter of the law but like he doesn't have experience with ferrix specifically like he's not listening to people who know about the vibe there which is like and he's going overboard from what like an experienced person would do i think you know because he's taking it so seriously like anybody else would be like well this like f trying to find a kunari guy is like a needle in a haystack or something because like there just aren't any records of yeah. any Canari people. So, like, it's basically a dead end. But he insists on uh, sending this bulletin out that they're looking for someone. Yeah. So. The bulletin is Canari human men wanted for questioning. Now, Sarah, why specifically men? Um, Because they do have a witness from the strip club that said a guy with dark features was looking for a Canari woman who he said was his sister that's, that's before why. they put out this bulletin though i don't know yeah yeah yeah. they um when we first have the shot with his boss they're going through the evidence and there's like were there any witnesses no but like at the club they were at beforehand somebody said whatever like they had that much talked about earlier oh okay so the woman at the strip club was like oh yeah those cops were giving this guy a hard time and he yeah. was he was yeah. from canary okay I missed that. Okay. I thought that was just, just straight up like, oh, women couldn't have killed this guy. That's, <laughs> that's literally what I thought was going on here. <laughs> For once, maybe not overt sexism. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, Bolton is now out. And then we got to Andor and he's, uh, he's swapping out chip logs on a ship that's his? Sarah? Not his. What's going on here? It's not okay, his. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this is a shipyard who he knows the guy who works here but doesn't own it. It seems like he convinced this guy to let him borrow this ship the previous night. And so he's like now paranoid and changing out the ID things. So that way they can't trace it back to here. And then he says he wants to borrow it again. But this guy's like, no, I'm done with you. Because nobody who is his friend or contact really, yeah, nobody really likes guy. him. So is he planning on taking this ship or is this ship used later? I, well, I don't really he... follow all the different ships. Okay. He said he wanted to borrow it again. But this guy wouldn't let him. So, like, he planned on it, but... So he had... He, did, like, did him changing the chip, the chip logs on this ship do anything? If they came and, like... Cause, okay, so say the traffic controller person or whatever, like, 
manage to get the ID off of the ship, right? If they come uh, and then start looking for that ship based on the ID, they won't find a ship that matches the ID. So then they can't necessarily tie it to that specific shipyard on this planet or whatever. But is this even the ship that he came to Ferrix on? Yes, this is the ship he used oh, okay, okay. to jump over to Morlana 1 and back. Oh, okay, okay. It okay, is not the you. ship that we see him sleeping in earlier because that one, I'm pretty sure, doesn't work. And it's just okay. kind of like in a dump on the outskirts of town. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all the same ship, but I'm getting confused. Okay. Yeah, I wrote down uh, Andor has no friends based on the interaction <laughs> with this guy. And then we go back to the jungle. And the kids are leaving the village with their yes. war paint. And their little, like, weapons that are blow sticks or something. Yeah, like blow darts or do they have arrows? I don't, I don't know. think they there have arrows. Know. I think they just all have these blow dart weapons. Gotcha. Okay. Basically like Ewok level weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not a modern technology for yeah. Star Wars times. And uh, presumably they're going to go to the crash landing of that ship. Yep. And uh, the little kid that's been called Casa is going with them and the little girl tries to stop him, but he goes anyway. And that's the end of episode one, Sarah. That's episode one. You ready for episode two? No, hold on. <laughs> okay. So Sarah, mm -hmm. you, if you watched episode one of the show. Yes. I was like, hey, Sarah, so tell me what this show's about. Uh-huh. This show <laughs> is about a, a guy trying to not get caught for some murder he did. <laughs> okay. And I would presume that the rest of the show would be him trying to find his sister. That is what I would assume if I knew nothing else about yeah, I totally forgot about Everything this sort of thing, actually, yeah. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, <laughs> I wrote in my notes, wow, nothing happened. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Yeah, it's mostly he killed some guys and then went around trying to, like, cover his tracks slash figure out a way out of here is pretty much it. Which is why I was like, we have to talk about more than episode one. Yeah, I wrote that, yeah, I think super underwhelming episode one. Uh I wrote down I would stop now <laughs> if this oh. was if this was when if this was all we were going to watch I said mm -hmm. I would not I would stop watching the show That's fair <laughs> Or if I just happened to decide to watch the show I don't think I would have continued after this episode 1 I think that is why they dropped 3 episodes at once <laughs> Okay But probably a smart move From the very first moment I was in so I would have watched more That's interesting okay Yeah yeah, All this, you just need this is show is my vibe. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You see like, the vibe with no content, and it's fine. I mean, there's content. There's there's some mystery going. Like, who knows what's going to happen to these kids? You're invested in this kid's flashback? I feel like nothing's happening. Well, given the fact that he's looking for his sister, there is something that's going to happen in this flashback that separates him from her. And I want to know what that is. I'm in, I'm in on the sister sideline, or side story, you know? Yeah. I guess for me, there's like, it, just in this episode, like, Okay, there's nothing, obviously, there's nothing funny about this show, right? It's not, mm -hmm. it's not like getting through with laughs. Right. And so far, it's a story about a, a random guy, mm -hmm. a random nobody guy. Yeah. Who murdered two cops, mm -hmm. and he's looking for his sister. That's the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, I don't know, that does not. Oh, for me, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Okay. That sounds that, great. That, that does nothing for me. <laughs> Like, but there's also a lot who, of like world what am i rooting for in the show what who am i <laughs> you're rooting for him to find his sister because honestly those cops were assholes like they, they were, were yeah. they were trying to shake him down they were being dicks things got out of hand and also the greater context of star wars you know 
they're like basically like like so this corporation is either part of the empire or like yeah like a subcontractor for the empire like they're not the good guys yeah. and like i also know too much about star wars where it's like any of these sort of corporate entities under the empire are like absolutely horrible to the planets and the people that they inhabit right like on other planets they're capturing and selling wookies as slaves on other planets they're capturing native peoples and selling them to huts for food like it's it's never a good time when the empire shows up for you know to start a business on your planet so i'm fine with him killing those two cops yeah i'm fine with it but to me this is just like you know it's just a thing that happens in the star wars universe Mm-hmm. nothing about this character so far makes him interesting. I think the world around him was built interestingly, you know, like, like there's, there was a lot of world building and, and vibe building between like these two planets so far. And he is sort of a scrappy, like underdog under, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for. He is, is a, a sketchy character. Yes. But like there's, there's some hints of, of lovableness that are probably going to pop out later. Like, I just have I have faith that he's going to be interesting. All right, let's keep going. Maybe he's going to get maybe maybe uh, maybe it's going to get better. Okay. Episode two. Let's do episode two. Okay, episode two. We're back with the kids from the the beginning, and um, the the group of older kids are moving through the forest, presumably to the crashed ship, and they come out to like this big clearing, and you see that there's this huge abandoned strip mine. Yeah, it's like a Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah, it is huge. And, like, the equipment is all, like, rusted out and old. So, like, this has happened a long time ago. And um, y- you basically get that the Empire probably fucked over this planet, too. Like, that's that's pretty much all you get from this flashback. Good times were not had. Yeah, I feel like you, you have to be kind of tuned in. Like I, like, I also made that conclusion, but you really have to be tuned in to kind of, like, the dynamics of the Star Wars universe yeah. to really pick all that up. Yeah, I, I benefit from a lot of time on Wikipedia, so this might not work for everybody else, you know? Like, I yeah, I, like, I, I think I'm enough of a Star Wars fan to be able to follow this, but, like, I, I don't think you could just sit down and watch this and understand what's going on if you <laughs> are not tuned into the Star Wars universe. Okay. It might explain some things over time. It might be asking you to just rely on a little faith until it gets to a fully explained situation, but... Maybe, yeah. I guess if you're just into sci-fi, but for some reason I've never watched Star Wars, maybe you could uh, roll with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm on the same page right now. Okay. Now we cut back to present time, and the boyfriend is still very suspicious of, okay. of the There's, girl. There is one thing before we talk shit on Tim some more. Okay. Um, I just like that. You know how towns have, like, churches with bells in them, and then, like, in the morning they will ring... And in the evening, they will ring. Well, on Ferrix, it's some dude with a giant hammer in a tower that's just banging on a big slab of metal, which just yeah, makes it's me like he's giggle. a it's like he's like an anvil or like a giant anvil, and he's yeah. like blacksmith with hammers, yeah. But he's like making different tones on it, like it's the this is the end of the day song that I come up here in this tower and play. Every oh, was day. it different? Was it different during each? I thought it was I, just like the morning know. every time. No, I think this is specifically the evening. Because uh, okay. Pix is like closing shop up for the day. Oh, it's probably like the end of the work hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't write that down, but it's like, yeah, it's part of the like artsiness. Yeah, it's the weird world building that I like. <laughs> yeah. But the boyfriend, Tim. Yeah, we can talk shit on Tim some more. Still very suspicious. 
yeah, Bix basically sees the bulletin on her computer and like instantly knows that it's it's Andor, right? But she's trying to hide it from Tim and is just like, oh, I got to go. Bye. But he wants to go out for the night. And she's like, no, goodbye. So he has to follow her some more. Yeah. He like logs onto her computer to see what she was looking at, basically. And yeah. Then it's like, oh, you looked at this bulletin. And then somehow I think he also knows that this is Andor. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow he's privy to this Canari information, mm-hmm. which I think we find out later. Yeah, it's, it's Bix's fault, she told him. Then we're going to cut to Andor's going to an old woman's house. And this is Marva. Seems like his mom. Yeah. Right now. But he does call her Marva or refer oh, to her as Marva okay. when he's talking to B or something. Yeah. The droid is here. The same. The droid is at this house now, yes, too. Yes, yes. And Marva knows about the bulletin. So yes. she's very upset. Like, very upset. Yeah. She's like, who have you told? You are from Canari. Because on every single document I put in about you, I said you were born on Fist. So apparently this is a big deal. Still not sure why. But he's just like, yeah, I told people, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> this is where I found out the girl's name is Bix. Because they mm. bring her up in this conversation. Yeah, because B is like also an answering machine or something. Because he's just like, Bix is trying to call you. Oh, your, okay. Your comm link isn't working. <laughs> I'm like, why is this yeah. droid an answering machine? But okay. I think it's his primary function. Oh, right? maybe. Like, he looks like a, like a garbage can, but I don't think he, that, like, picks anything up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's actually a garbage can. Like, he can, like, he shocks, like, a, like, some sort of creature in the show. So he has a little, like, R2-D2 shock thing. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really have, like, arms, but maybe he could have, like, R2-D2 Arm. Or, like, little things that pop out yeah. to do specific Maybe he has tests, those maybe. things, too. But this, yeah, this droid doesn't look like it really does anything other than <laughs> other than uh, receive. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's basically just a phone <laughs> and an answering machine. Yeah, yeah. But so after having a, a little fight with, with Marva about who he may or may not have told that he was Kanari, he, he rushes out and he meets Bix as a pub. Um, and she tells him about the bulletin, which he already heard from Marva. Um, and then they talk a bit about the buyer, and the buyer's going to come in the morning. But meanwhile, freaking Tim is in the pub and watching them and obviously here. getting the wrong idea. Yeah, he's mad Joe. Mm-hmm. Mad Joe. <laughs> yeah, there's a moment that Andor like puts his hand on her hand, and he's like, I'm really grateful for you. But from Tim's point of view, that looks like <laughs> flirting. Yeah, and this totally justifies his actions the rest of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because immediately after that, he <laughs> goes and he, he walks up to what looks like a public phone. And you can put two and two uh, together. It's, and a, a... it's a public text messaging. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what phone. He doesn't actually call anybody. He just text messages. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yep, yep. Turns in a, a tip about um, Andor. So, like, yeah. yeah, look at the emotional maturity on this guy. Good job. So they cut to the angry guy who's, like, receiving this text message, basically. <laughs> or, like, whatever. Yeah. And then this is when the girl from the strip club came in. And they got, like, I guess I guess in the text message, he, like, sent a three-dimensional picture of Andor's face. I think they ju- he just said, like, his name oh, and, like, where he up. was. And then, like, because Andor has a record. So they oh, have okay. his, like, mugshot in there, basically. Because they do read out his his record is he was taken in for insurrection, destruction of imperial property, and assault on an imperial soldier. So, yeah, that's his record. Gotcha. 
And this is where I put together, like, oh, the girl from the strip club would be able to confirm that that's his face. Yeah, yeah. Flat hair lady returns. That, I, like, those two things together to me made it seem like, okay, okay, this Andor does seem suspicious now that we have a mm-hmm. tip and it matches the description. Right. But I didn't realize earlier that they also were already using the strip club mm-hmm. information. Yeah. So, Andor is basically, he's been got. Yep. Right now. Well, he's been identified. Meanwhile, though, the girl. Yeah, Bix shows up at Tim's house, presumably to bone. Tim does not deserve Yes, that's this. what I wrote. They just, <laughs> she just showed up to have sex, I think, is what happened. Yeah. She spends the night. Tim does not deserve this. Dumb Tim. <laughs> Don't like Tim. And that's all this scene is. <laughs> yeah, because this isn't even going to help, like, ease his... Um, <laughs> oh yeah suspicions be either yeah, like, super he, he weird has no he's like full on still stalking and mm-hmm. investigating yeah. like this doesn't happen until later but she wakes up in the morning and he's just sitting there staring at her tim is the worst uh, yeah but anyway now that angry cop has a person to go after he he gets a a i wrote scottish sergeant because the guy's got yeah. a scottish <laughs> accent I don't know what that guy. means in Star Wars world, but um, basically, I think he's found his soulmate because this guy's just like, yeah, of course we have to deal with this. This guy killed some of our own. Yes. Like they are vibing on a douche cop level and they're they're going to get a squad together to go and, and get Andor. I like the almost like silly intensity of this, <laughs> this <laughs> yes. sergeant guy they bring in. Also, I have no idea what his name is. I don't know what this guy's name is. Nope. Nope, nope, uh, but nope. they're going to form the angry cop squad, mm-hmm. basically. And they are It's going to be like 12 to 14 cops, basically. Something like that. I don't know that the others are as righteously <laughs> indignant at the situation. They might just be doing their jobs, but their leaders are super pumped for justice. And and Andor's going to be looking at a thing on his ship. And presumably this is the thing he wants to sell. Yes, it is a square thing that looks like it belongs on the Death Star or somewhere, you know, it's got that that aesthetic. Painted with that like glossy black Mm -hmm. that like you associate with. Is Darth Vader Vader in a cube? Yeah, basically, Um, yeah. That's what it looks like. And then then we get another flashback. Yeah. And then I I just wrote they arrive at the crash site of the ship. And that's the end of the flashback. Pretty much it. I can't believe these flashbacks, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just paced out very if they were all clumped together it'd be like super fast yeah it's like a five maybe ten minute flashback that is parsed out through the course of three episodes <laughs> yeah and you see the episode is what like 35 minutes if you don't yeah. count the closing credits or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah approximately that's crazy how much they stretched <laughs> out this this flashback they are set in a mood you know i'm here for I it i guess i mean i <laughs> My my issue is like, is like I'm I'm like okay why am I invested in this flashback like where is this going and then it gets there eventually but like I don't know I like I like when I'm taking notes for the podcast like I'm like okay do I even need to take notes on this flashback yeah, yeah, like yeah. what's happening here like it's because you forgot about the sister angle the sister angle is what made me care about the flashbacks but his sister isn't even going to the ship right that's right so she's no longer in this flashback anymore right but. Uh, by this point, there had been enough flashback with the sister in it that I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is why I need to care about this. Okay. But yeah, they just get to the crash. Yep. And then we cut back to present time. And here's the the actual old guy. Yeah. Do not know his name. All right. This character is actually cool. 
Ooh, what makes this character cool? Tell me. I, nothing that happened so far, but. <laughs> okay, tell me when I'll we get I'll get to there, you when I we guess. get there, but yeah. We get to a character that seems like he might be worth being in a TV show right about okay. now. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> you mean as opposed to everyone else we've met so far? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this guy might have a backstory <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, clearly the flashbacks indicate that other people have backstory, but okay. That's interesting is a different qualifier, so fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so some old guy is going to land on a ship on a planet, which I think is Ferrix. Yes. Right? But he's specifically landing, like, in a crater a little bit far away from, like, the shuttle that takes you into town. So, like, yeah, he's sketchy, too. And he has a pretty sweet walking stick. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like it's a lightsaber, but it's, like, if you had one of those, like, fancy real-life lightsabers where, like, you can't actually, like, you need to have, like, the, oh, the, yeah, light, the light tube... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not small Spin it's it gotta be up. the whole size you can yeah like it, yeah, it yeah. has like a, a lightsaber handle but then it has like a rod coming out of it mm -hmm. that he, and he's just using it as a walking stick it's not actually a lightsaber but it just but yeah, it yeah, yeah looks, it's like got, that. It looks like that and then we get to see his face and then i wrote through my notes i feel like i'm supposed to know who this guy is but maybe i've just seen commercials for andor and i recognize <laughs> the actor well the actor is also like a fancy actor man yeah, he's recognizable. I don't know oh, who he what is. What is his name? Scarzard is his last name. The old, the oldest Scarzard. There's, there's the father Scarzard, who is this guy, and then there is two to three hot sons of mild hotness or okay. varying degrees of hotness that are also actors. People know who this man is, but I forget his first name. Okay. But I'm not. Am I actually not supposed to know who this guy is in the Star Wars? I do cinema? not think he is okay. a character that we have met elsewhere. I okay. thought. That he was in Rogue One, but then I looked it up and he's not. So oh, he's not in Rogue One. I was thinking yeah. he probably is in Rogue One, but I guess not. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Well, then I'm 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 flying blind here too. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, then we cut back. Girl's sleeping in the bed. Boyfriend's and we know it's morning. Staring her down <laughs> because we hear the hammer sounds again. Sorry, but that 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 guy ringing in the morning is funny to me. But yeah, you're right. Tim is just sitting there staring at her while she's sleeping. It is unsettling. Don't like Tim. But basically, she says she can't open the scrapyard. He wants she wants him to open the scrapyard for her this morning because she has errands to run again, which is always her excuse when she has sketchy shit to do. So I mean, it makes sense that he's suspicious of her, but also, then you just talk to people, you don't stalk them. But you know, this is Tim, so whatever. Yeah, it was just another scene establishing she's gonna do some stuff and he's gonna follow her. Yep, pretty <laughs> much. Is what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then we get Android and the droid on the ship that's not the ship that works. Yes. The, is what you're telling me? Okay. The broken ship he had previously been sleeping in. Okay. And this is where I wrote down, like, I think I think this droid's just annoying. <laughs> I don't know why. I, just like the way it talks. You don't, don't like the cute little stutter? Okay. And like the default robot voice. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's all right. But Andor is installing a comlink in... B or on B it is I don't know yeah. how he can't just radio him anyway maybe he is not an advanced model yeah it seems like he was like attaching a phone to a droid that is a phone yeah right? yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> that's what he seemed to be doing pretty much um <laughs> and his explanation is that he is going to go get some money and he want he will want to hide it for Marva but he doesn't know where that's going to be so he's going to have to call B later to tell him where he hides the money for Marva. 
Yeah, does he like owe Marva money or he just wants to help this her? This man or... owes everyone. Yeah, money. I just assume like he's so far into debt that he's so desperate to just do like crazy shit. That's yeah. that's what it seems like. Like the big driving factor right now for him selling the thing is to get off world because he just murdered some dudes and needs to lie low somewhere else for a while. But the thing he's selling is presumably going to be worth so much money that he can also leave some money for his mom figure and maybe pay off some debts in the, the meanwhile. All right. Back to the jungle. <laughs> Something's going to happen now, though. Yes. In this jungle scene, right? Yes. The leader girl is going to go towards the ship while the rest of the kids are kind of lined up at the tree line around it. And she's going to be approaching some dead bodies, presumably. <laughs> this was so weird. I did. I was so confused by this. And she starts, like, poking them with a stick, like, yubba yubba, Ewok style. <laughs> And then, well, you know, just checking if they're really dead or not. <laughs> and then they don't move. And they're like, okay, these guys are dead. And then they just, like, get up <laughs> and Yeah, she are moves not on dead. to nudge a it's different so one. Random. And in the background, like, this other one wakes up. So yeah. These, so these guys that crash land on the ship, they look like humans, but they just have yellow skin. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was because they are a Star Wars race of people who have yellow skin or if there was some sort of... Like how whatever caused the chemical ship to accident crash, on the ship, yeah, yeah, had some sort of gas situation because they all had like masks on, like breathing masks. Yeah, that was weird. I was confused by that too. And are they like zombies? Like I, I was really confused by what just happened. I think scene. just that one wasn't fully dead, and then but there were two of them that were like knocked out, and then they both got up at the same time. It was really no, weird. no, there was just one that got up. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was just the one behind her. Okay. But yeah, he shot her, and then all the kids start shooting blow darts at this. Yeah, this Which guy does and kill he's got him eventually. A whole bunch sticking out of him. It took <laughs> yeah. a lot to take him down. But yeah, then all the kids swarm this leader girl, and it, it doesn't look good. And they pick her up and carry her away. And they're like Rufio. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. That is what happened. Basically, that's the same. <laughs> Although, at the very end, while the kids are carrying her away, Castle looks back at the ship. So, who knows what he's up to. And then, we go back to the present. And Andor, he's going to go He's gonna go walk up to some dude behind the glass. It's like a thing. kiosk window or I guess, something. Yeah. I did not know how to describe this situation. Through whatever they're talking about, we basically find out, the audience gets to find out that Canari is on the middle rim. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Of the galaxy. And it was abandoned after an Imperial mining disaster, and the planet is considered toxic. And everyone died. Or at least that's what the official report says. Yes. Okay, considered toxic. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. I, the yellow skin thing is probably a toxic thing. I like that angle better than the yeah, yellow, like... yellow people. <laughs> But, like, it seemed like there was something happening inside the ship that was toxic and not, like, the planet. But I don't know. Mm, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Unclear, but That's sure. an interesting mystery. Especially if it's <laughs> zombie toxin. I don't think it's zombie toxin. <laughs> I think that guy just wasn't fully dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but basically, Endor's going to, like, make a deal with this guy to do a trip to Tasser. Tasser. But... Yes. This is like, he never actually goes on this trip, right? I, I was a little confused. Like, this is like his escape plan, but he never doesn't yes. actually have to use this escape plan by the end of episode three. Yeah, basically, because they agree on a price and he's like, I'll be back in an hour. Be ready. 
to like yeah, okay. he plans on selling this thing and then getting on this ship yeah this is a little bit of just like an information dump scene yeah it's, it's a <laughs> and way they made to up this tell excuse us... to like oh here's yeah. this backup this plan that doesn't actually matter okay gotcha well okay. I, it's just an, i think it's just an excuse to tell us the background of of canary and the mining disaster really is yeah is and the, the other stuff point. is just like oh how do we justify this conversation yeah why would he be talking to anyone <laughs> yeah okay and then there's there's oh this <laughs> There's going to be a super serious meeting with the angry guys, angry oh, cop yeah. squad. They are in hyperspace on their way to the planet. And the angry Scotsman guy is like giving them a briefing like, yeah, we're going to go to this planet and, you know, watch out for the people who live there, whatever. And then he turns it over to head angry cop for a motivational speech. It's not motivational at all. It's a real bad speech. <laughs> I actually wasn't sure like how I was supposed to feel about it. Like it, it seemed like it was a garbage speech, but I wasn't sure. Oh, a hundred percent garbage. Okay. The the soldiers are not impressed, but okay. Angry Scotsman pretends to be for the sake of Angry Cop's pride or something, I guess. <laughs> or just because he vibes with him so very much. What was the point of this scene? I was like I was like, okay, this this guy seems like he's gonna be like the villain of the show i don't know mm -hmm. but why are we making him seem like shitty in this moment i don't know i didn't really I think get it we're supposed to see that he does not have like field experience like this like he's not necessarily actually a good leader or anything you know okay he's just really passionate about being a cop in the empire i guess okay but not in a way that really convinces anyone else i could not get a read on this guy all right and then the old guy is on a train ship now. It's like a yeah. like a train, but it's flying. It's 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 like a shuttle from the parking yeah, lot shuttle, to town. Yeah. Is yeah. basically what it is. And it's gonna fly over a city, and I mm -hmm. think that city this is where I got confused. He's going to the town that yeah, Andor is still is on Ferrix. Yes. Yeah, and this guy is also going to the same town on Ferrix. Yes. Okay, I got all confused by this. I'm going to go to T Tassar conversation <laughs> that ends up not even mattering. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. And then we get a big music swell, and dramatically we see Andor walking through the street, determined. Yeah, and that's a shot from, like, I think the cover of the show. Like him walking mm, through the scrapyard yeah. or whatever. Yep, yep. That did look cool, yeah. Mm -hmm. End of episode that's episode two. episode two. Okay. Okay, episode Sarah, two, would you continue <laughs> watching at this point? Sarah, if I asked you now, after two episodes, uh -huh. and you had to tell somebody what the show is about. Uh-huh, yeah. What would, what would you tell them the show Without about? the context of everything, it'd be like, there's a guy who kills some cops, he's looking for his sister, and he's trying to get off planet to avoid getting arrested for killing those cops, and then he'll continue looking for his sister. That, yep, that's what yep. I would say the show is about. And don't forget, there's another girl who's not cheating on her boyfriend but the boyfriend thinks she is oh yeah the end of this description would be like there's this asshole tim he's the worst okay he does not deserve to have a girlfriend yeah that's i pretty much it i still feel like we don't have a t tv show yet but <laughs> okay let's keep okay. going maybe got, something will happen we got a third episode that'll maybe bring it still together. i wrote out still nothing really happened <laughs> will something happen in this show I have to watch to find out to see if something's going to happen in the show. See, what at first made you think there you weren't going to watch it has now, <laughs> the same feeling has evolved, and now you must continue watching it. I think they knew what they were doing. Well, I had to watch the third episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's see how, how I feel after the third episode. Okay, that'll be our real deciding moment, I think. <laughs> oh, this show. Let's go. <laughs> okay, episode three. <laughs> we start with a flashback again, and Kaza is entering this ship. He finds more bodies, and he nudges them, but no one shoots him. This is Jungle Kid Andor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not lost. Okay, here, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just keep calling him Kasa, because in the, the flashback, they called him Kasa. He's climbing into the ship by yeah. himself. He's, like, not, like, his lost boyfriends aren't following him. Yeah, they all carried the body of their leader back to their settlement or something. And then there's more yellow-skinned people mm -hmm. inside the ship. Yes. But there isn't any, like, evidence of, like, some, like, toxic leak or anything. I don't know. This is yeah, weird. Yeah, it's unclear. I thought these dead bodies were going to, like, spring up and fight. He was going to fight them or something. That's honestly what I thought was going to happen yeah. in this scene. No, instead he just gets scared by his reflection or angry yeah, at his reflection. Yeah, what the hell was this? It feels like it's the first time he's seen his own face. He, his, his village literally lives next to a river. Like, he's never looked in the water before. Yeah, I don't know. I think... Okay, so here, like, is probably what happened, right? He gets into the this room of the ship. It's full of Empire gear. It reminds him of the gear that was there that caused the big mining accident that killed everyone else, maybe? And he's angry about that. That's the, the closest I can get to it. Oh, maybe. so you think the mining accident happened before this flashback? Yes. Okay. Because otherwise, why are there no adults? Oh, you think it killed all the adults? Okay, that yeah, makes sense. I, I don't yeah. think this is normally how society on this planet was, you know, just children in the woods. I think there were adults sense. at some point, but they were all in the mines and died or something. Okay. I think that makes more sense than what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, I was just like, okay, whatever reason, this planet has lost boy villages. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's going to be an accident that supposedly kills all of them, but somehow... He survives, and his sister, for whatever reason, he thinks she survives. But I, I think what you're saying makes more sense. Like, uh, it it killed all the adults at some point, mm -hmm. and then only very few children survived, and they had to make, yeah. they were forced to make this, like, Lost Boys tribe, or whatever they're, they're making. Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically freaking out, because he saw his face. smashing. Just smashing all over the place. Yeah. And then the old guy is going to arrive at the town and get off the shuttle. And he's meeting yes. up with Bix. Mm -hmm. And then I actually was like, I was actually like, in this moment, I was like, oh, he's the buyer. I was like, who is this guy? Like the whole time. I was like, yeah. why is this new character here? And what is it? <laughs> you said you never got the name of the old guy. I did not get in the, the name In the either. subtitles, they say his name is Lucin. Oh, yeah. But that felt too much like cheating because literally nobody Yeah, ever nobody said says it. this guy's name. Yeah. But she tells him that things are complicated now. You know, because of the bulletin and whatever, but he does not give a fuck. He's like, yeah, he doesn't whatever. care. This guy, yeah. see, this guy's got got some swag, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, uh, things are going bad. Whatever. Let's Unbothered. move forward. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy so far. And yeah, so basically, she tells him where to go find Andor, and then they part ways. Yep. And uh oh, the angry guy squad is flying into the planet. Oh no! They're probably coming right to this town. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's only one town on every Star Wars planet. Am I yeah, right about that? That okay. is accurate. <laughs> okay. mm, you're, you're not. It's totally correct. <laughs> the moment you have enough people to add another town, you have to send those people off to another planet to yeah, start fresh. Like that's mm, how the too much resources work in the Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Galaxy. Yep. 
But yeah, I think they have like three different landing parties. Like they're landing on different sides of this town because there's not all like 14 of them in this this little shuttle that arrives. Yeah. And then they, they pulled kind of a sneaky move here because like I, I don't think they've been doing like a noise. Like most like um, TV shows will have like a flashback transition noise. Mm, so you mm-hmm. know it's going to be a flashback. But then they, they just cut to Andor's mom. I guess it's Mar. What did you say her name was? Marva. Marva. Mm-hmm. And she's like now like on a ship somewhere, and she's like in the mid- middle of like scavenging with her scavenging partner. Well, the transitional moment was that B, the little phone droid, was going through town, and then you kind of see it cuts to B on the ground, but he's no longer as scuffed up. He's like a newer model on this ship and then it like shows marva so, like oh, okay. that's supposed to be the flashback indicator you're supposed to be able to tell that it's not the same time okay yeah i was a little lost but it, it, you quickly figure it out because basically they're gonna hear a noise like a banging going on when, like on a ship. little kid absolutely losing his shit <laughs> yes yeah so basically yeah they're like uh that sounds sketchy maybe we shouldn't check it out but marva's like no it could be anything let's go and there is a moment where marva's friends like talks at Mar- marva one of them talks about how it's not toxic in there so that's oh, really? what okay. adds me to think that like yeah you're something right. toxic yeah, you're happened totally right. on this ship and that's why everybody died but it has since aired out since it crashed because they had gas masks too yes. like they had gas masks on until they got on the ship and then they took them off mm-hmm. so you're right yeah yeah so they basically go check it out and it's it's little jungle kid and or smashing mm-hmm. stuff He's basically throwing a tantrum like um, Kylo Ren, basically. <laughs> but he doesn't have a lightsaber. <laughs> he's and like also, <laughs> he's like 10 instead of a full-grown-ass yeah. adult. Yes, yes, yes. Very similar. Uh, yeah, he's just smashing everything in the room for whatever reason. Yeah. And they don't understand him. He doesn't understand them. But either B or Marva's friend says that there is a Republic frig- frigate approaching, so they better leave quick. And I just want to wrap up. I just want to wrap up this flashback. I think we're almost done. Yeah, it does go back and forth a lot for the rest. But basically, she doesn't want to leave this kid because she figures that the Republic ship is going to come and, like, kill him and all of the kids for killing that other guy. Um, So she she knocks him out. She gasses this kid and kidnaps him away, basically. This whole flashback was just, like, okay, this is how this woman became... This is how Marva became his guardian, and mm-hmm. he has a sister that got left behind. Yep, that's the whole flashback. That's what we, that's yep. what we needed to learn from this. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, we're on the same page. <laughs> Took three episodes, but you know, <laughs> there are some parallel scenes at the end of this episode that are at least visually interesting that I will come back around to. But yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, and yeah, angry cop squad is now landed on the planet at the town. Mm-hmm. And they're like walking through the scrapyard that, um, what's his name, Brazo, Andor's one friend who maybe doesn't think he's completely shit where he works because we we see him seeing them. Mm-hmm. And they're basically gonna go right to Andor's house, mm-hmm. which he's not there, but his uh, Marva is. Yeah, they they say they have a warrant and they come in and just start tearing shit apart. Yeah, they're just gonna be. A super aggressive and go in there smashing stuff searching the whole place mm-hmm. they even like threaten to pull the power supply out of b unless b talks but then of course 
Andor starts talking into the comlink because he doesn't know what's happening and they hear him and then they're able to follow the signal and figure out where he is, which is a bummer. Unlucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you don't attach a phone to your phone droid, I guess. I guess so, yeah. But at the same time, the old the old guy buyer is going to arrive to see Andor. I guess they're meeting at like this Seems like warehouse. an abandoned factory or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's abandoned. This whole setting of this whole, like it's an active factory but i don't know well i don't think that anybody's like working in there and yeah like the speed with which this room falls apart once things start happening feels like nobody's been maintaining Uh it you know i mean they use explosives but yeah yeah you're probably right yeah so i wrote down what andor has yes you ready for this Uh sci-fi yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sci-fi jargon okay ready Mm -hmm. it's an untraceable star path unit Mm-hmm. It's vector crystals and seal still intact. Ooh. You can track every imperial coordinate for nine radical parsecs. That Damn. sounds expensive. Yeah. That sounds useful as hell <laughs> if you're in a rebel situation. Yeah. So maybe hmm, that's what this guy is involved with. So Andor and this, and this old guy are just going to have like this classic like standoff negotiation between like two people that have no reason to trust each other. Mm-hmm. He's like, show me the box. He's like, show me the money. How do I know yeah. it works? And he's like, he's like, well, it's, it hasn't been unsealed. He's like, so you don't know if it works. And he's like, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know if that works. <laughs> he's like, you know where I live. It's fine. And he's like, yeah, you're going to stay here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. Super silly. <laughs> but meanwhile, the girl is going to get tipped off by some random townsperson that the angry cop squad has arrived yes that and that they're specifically looking for andor and she's all like how could they know someone must have ratted him out and then this is when the boyfriend chooses to reveal that he did this <laughs> i don't know why he does this this it's, didn't seem like a thing that he should have done Tim if he was gonna be this kind of dumb. person yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah fix finds out that tim ratted out andor to the angry cops she is angry. And she's very upset. <laughs> yeah. And she a lot of people in the show get very upset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She runs off to try and find and help Andor, I guess, leaving Tim behind. Mm-hmm. A cut back to the negotiation. The old guy really wants to know how Andor got the box. But Andor's yes. like, I, you know what, Sarah? I really want to know how Andor got the box. Because I feel like so far in the show, uh huh, Andor is a nobody. Maybe that's what made it easy to get the box usually shows that are about somebody uh-huh. are about somebody that has some set of skills that may be valuable to somebody <laughs> okay well so far we've seen him have ship um chip replacement skills there's some degree okay. of mechanical skills there um he's good at smashing things from a young age we know that uh he's killed some dudes he can do that um oh and he's he's sort of good at hunting down clues because he at least got the lead to maybe find his sister in that that strip club he's got he's got some skills maybe maybe not skills you value but i feel like the skill that he's going to have is that he's like a really good thief Mm -hmm. but we don't get to see any of that in this first three episodes that is true (laughs) um i just think that's a really weird choice but whatever I mean, he ex- he explains it here that he's just like, if you walk into somewhere with confidence, 
and in a stolen uniform, people will not question you. And that's, that's what his he excuse claims. for how he, he got it. Do you know that that's actually true? Or is that just what he's telling this guy? Uh, yeah, I, it is a reasonable explanation to me because I do believe that yeah. that is possible. It's possible, But yeah. we have no confirmation. Yeah. Basically, he's, he's trying to get... The guy is willing to pay his price of 40,000 credits, but he is like, but I'll pay you 41,000 credits if you just tell me how you got the box. And then he tells him, like, oh, I just walked in and acted like I was supposed to be there. And that's all I did. Yep. Which is interesting. I wish I could have seen that scene. <laughs> but I don't actually know if that's true or not. I don't know. That's fair. But mostly in the rest of this scene, the man is just trying to figure out... How the, well, he's... he's trying to get Andor to come with him. Like, he doesn't really actually care about this box. He just, he knows about Andor for some reason. Maybe Bix told him things. But he's, like, looked him up because he does reference the fact that his dad was, like, hung in the town square by the Empire. And so, like, he knows too much about Andor and enough to, like, actually believe he has the skills that he needs him to have for whatever his plan is following this. Yeah. And this is weird to me because I feel like nothing we've seen from Andor indicates that he'd be more valuable than this box. Yeah. It's like, and I, all I know about this box is that it can track every Imperial coordinate for nine radical parsecs. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds more valuable <laughs> than whatever Andor is bringing to the table. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So this old guy, some sort of like rebel recruiter, I guess, or sure presumably like he it. has a higher up position, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, as of now, it's still unclear. But what we do know is that he does not like the Empire. <laughs> he wants to stick it to the man and thinks that Andor can help him. Mm -hmm. And then the angry squad of cops is going to arrive at the location. Oh, but meanwhile, like in the streets, like we keep getting shots of like civil unrest is starting. Like nobody likes the fact that there were all these angry cops that like bro like barged into Marva's house. And now like everybody's banging out this three-beat pattern on all these little metal hanging things they have outside. So it seems like they have something in place for when a ruckus is about to start, where they all just do this thing, where they bang on on these metal things and make a lot of noise. Yeah, there's some sort of like camaraderie amongst all the workers on this planet. Mm -hmm. And there's like... They're not rebels, but they're just, like, working to warn each other that, like, the Empire is here and doing something. I don't really, I'm not yeah, like really sure. Yeah, like, this, I think, is what, in that earlier scene when, like, Angry Cop was bossing people around and telling them to send this bulletin out, when they were like, people on Ferrix are different. Like, I think this is what they're talking about. Like, they're gonna stand up for each other and not take shit as easily. Mm, gotcha, okay. But then... Bix is like running through the streets, basically. I guess she's looking for Andor, right? Yes. But she's just gonna like randomly get stopped by one of the angry cops. And this was weird to me because there's so many people running through the street. And yeah. then the angry cop was like, Hey you, stop. Like, you look suspicious because you're running away from us. I'm gonna arrest you. <laughs> like yeah, what? It's what very unclear here? why they picked her, but they did smack her around a bit. Like, uh, whenever they grabbed her, she, like, smashed into a wall or something. So she was, like, bleeding a bit. And it's not great. Yeah. Do you just want to finish the Yeah, let's just the finish big the big stuff. Yeah, yeah, so they, like, cuff her to a pipe. And, and this is when Tim shows up because obviously he has to follow her again. 
But he starts like yelling, like, what have you done to her? And starts charging these aggressive cops. And then they just, one of them shoots him. Like, and then Tim is dead. And that's, that's the end of Tim. How are you supposed to feel about that, sir? Are you happy that Tim is dead? But he was killed by the Imperial assholes. So I don't know. How are you supposed to feel no, about I, this situation? <laughs> I don't like it. Like, it just, I don't like seeing Tim. But I don't need to watch him die either. Yeah, I was like, um, I was just like, what was the purpose of Tim in this show? Somebody needed, somebody needed to rat Andor out, and it was jealous, jealous, stalky Tim. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They could have. I don't know. You could come up with some other mechanic instead of putting this. <laughs> Maybe this stalker yeah. like boyfriend guy. What yeah. is this? I don't know. It, it was a weird, weird character to just kill right now. Like, I thought he was going to be like, okay, what's the story of this guy? But Well, what's probably going to happen is it's really going to, like, if Bix shows up later, this will be more of a motivation for her to, like, properly join a rebellion, right? Because right now she's just, mm, yeah. like, smuggling shit around and selling things or whatever. Like, she's not really actively involved in anything like that. But even though she was super pissed at him when he died, like, she is upset that he died and he was killed by Empire people. So, like, that's probably what this serves mm-hmm. as. But, yeah, in a okay. town where, like, Hantor ha- doesn't really have friends who like him and don't think he's shitty and there are a bunch of people that maybe he ripped off, you could have picked from a plethora of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I don't know. So Tim probably only exists to make Bix join some rebellion things in the future, is my guess. Okay. It's, this is like Bix's backstory that yeah. we're supposed to be getting. I, I assume, as such. Yeah. Hopefully and presumably, Bix continues to be an important character in the show, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way by the end of this third episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Tim is dead. I think we're done with the girl, Bix and the and Tim now, right? I mean, pretty much the the angry cops leave and just leave her locked up, and later at some point somebody unlocks her and lets her go. But but yeah, she has to sit there and look at Tim's dead body for basically the rest of this episode. Okay, it's yeah, not okay. a great time for her. Let's go back to the old guy. Okay, with Andor. Yeah, and this is, I wrote down this old guy is kind of badass. So like. The cops have shown up at the door, and this guy's, like, really, like, he's really quick to make an escape plan, and he's already, like, kind of half made an escape plan. Oh, yeah, he has a great, the way like, in. line or life philosophy, which is, like, build your exit on the way in. It's like, oh, Yeah, okay. make your exit on the way in. <laughs> so he, like, had, bla- like, explosives already on the door mm-hmm. when he walked in, and then he quickly asked Andor, like, a bunch of questions, like... He's like, oh, do you know how to get to a ship or whatever? And he's like, yeah, but it's across blah, blah, blah. And then we have to like, oh, but any way we can get there quickly? He's like, oh, yeah, there's speeders. Uh, You know, they basically fast and furious talk their way through the plan. (laughs) And then I wrote, whoa, wait, finally some action in this show is about (laughs) to happen. Yes. Because there's going to be a blaster fight. Yes. Like... This is one segment of the angry cops. They're basically waiting for the rest of the angry cops to show up. But old man is not waiting for that. So he just blows up the door and starts the fight himself. And they have a blaster fight. And there's this like weird thing going on where like <laughs> for some reason they just like left the the box 
that Andor was trying to sell on the, the other side of the room near yeah, where yeah. the the guys came in. Very so dumb. Through the layout of this blaster fight, they like can't get back to the box, but like Andor's like, I gotta get back to the box. Yeah, the old and guy he's like trying care, to get there, but... but he and he like basically gets to it, but then you know rubble falls from the ceiling and it, like destroys it or blocks him, and then he has to basically abandon the box. Yeah, but then they escape. So good job, them. They like yes. go down some sort of tunnel or something, and yeah. they are then outside the building. And then I this this also confused me, Sarah. Basically, they the cops have like lost them. They don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I guess because of the explosives that were used, like the cops seem to think like there's like an army of like rebels or something that are on oh. in this town. Okay, there is an important thing that happens. Okay, which is. The guy that shot Tim gets sent back to their shuttle in shame because I guess not all the angry cops are into shooting civilians, which is a surprise. But so he gets sent back and he's taking off in the shuttle. But meanwhile, the guys that work in this scrapyard where they landed this shuttle have like chained a big bit of metal or something to the back of it. So this guy takes off and has this big long chain behind him with like a big heavy weight that ends up wrapping around something and causes him to crash, which is in the complete opposite direction of where the whole Andor situation is happening. So that's what kind of makes them think that they have stuff happening around them. In addition to everybody is still banging on these things outside and the level of civil unrest seems to be rising. Okay. Did they show the worker guys attach this thing to the ship? No, they just showed him taking off in the ship. And it being attached to some shit. So you're just you're just assuming well, who else that they would did do it. it? Yeah, I was confused. I was like, wait, why is this ship attached to a thing? Like, I don't. It's not don't like he needed an us. anchor or like a bike lock on the yeah. shuttle. So like, it's the locals fucking with them. To me, it was like super random. But I guess you're right. That is probably what it was. It's it seemed weird to me that I like. Why would we have to infer that? Like, out of all the things to show and not show in this three episodes that we watched like why didn't we get a scene of them doing that um yeah, unless it's gonna be some like crazy reveal later as to who was doing this but i don't know that was that was a little weird to me yeah but basically they're gonna be in like the town square the cops are and they're basically setting up in town square as if like an army of people is about to show up and they're gonna have to like be in a, a gunfight with them I, I don't know it's the cops think this is a like, super intense fight that's about to happen. Yeah. Andor and Old Man didn't kill off any everybody in that group that came for them. So whoever was left radioed to the other group being like, they're coming your way. And so that's when they decide to like stake out this town square and be like, okay, they're obviously going to come through here. We'll catch them when they get here. But yeah, it was real unsettling because there was all this like shit happening around them. And um, we even get a scene back at marva's house they had left two angry cops behind and she's just like taunting them basically she's like is the noise not getting to you like mm, but you have to actually worry about when it stops because that's when shit's gonna happen and then the noise does stop and so there's this big whole tension over the entire scene and all these guys are just like real worried about what's about to happen and if like the town is about to uprise against them but nothing happened, Sarah. Like, was <laughs> something going to happen? I'm so confused. I think it was just supposed to get in their heads, really, is mostly what it was. 
because everything that does happen from here on out is Andor and the old man taking care of business, basically. There's nobody else doing anything. It came across as just the angry cops being scared, but in reality, it's just two normal dudes. Mm -hmm. But the town did its job of, like, getting these guys on edge. You know? And you think that's like, all they were distracted. doing? I mean, they might have been like, hey, every like maybe the sound was, hey, everybody get inside. Shit might be about to go down. That's what I, I thought it know. was. Yeah, that makes sense. But you it think does they were also like serve a purpose them? of like, yeah, like intimidating this invading force. Hmm. Okay. I mean, even if it wasn't meant to do that, it definitely did that. It did do that, I guess. But we did have guys in the scrapyard tied that one ship up to some stuff. And so yeah, there was at least maybe. some amount of. Maybe they did. <laughs> Well, it 100% wasn't Andor or Old Man. Yeah, so it wasn't them. It was probably Brasso because he knew that they were there for his friends. Yeah, we didn't see it. I don't know. It Honestly, like when I first saw it, I was like, wait, is this just like an accident that happened? Like I was like, <laughs> did this ship accidentally land and attach to something? I, it was weird. Yeah, they they weren't super clear about it. But it's just, in reality, it's just Andor and the old guy. Yeah. And somehow... Andor and the old guy are going to sneak up right behind the original angry cop guy. Who, by the way, only has his vantage point because he came in and started shooting at the people who live in this house and made them flee. Like, he's an asshole. But anyway. Yeah, he doesn't. He's out of place in this. He doesn't actually yeah. have, like, combat training, it seems. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Andor comes up. He's got a gun to his back of his head and just, like, gets him to answer about how many guys they have. And then they tie him up. Yeah. And the old guy says, just kill him. But Andor oh, yeah. is like, well, he doesn't say anything, but he clearly chooses not to kill him. Mm -hmm. I was surprised the old guy didn't just kill him himself. Well, I feel like part of that was he was just trying to intimidate him into telling, answering the questions. Because oh, at first he didn't want to say how many, you know, people they had with them. And so yeah. I think that was just that kind of tactic. And then this is when the random, the, the ship flies away and smashes. Mm-hmm. I just wrote in my nose, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but so now um, Andor and Old Man are trying to figure out how they're going to get to his ship, which is parked too far away from town to walk. And they find some speeders. And one of them is like a bike speeder. And one of them is more like a closed off car speeder. And the next we see this closed off car speeder is like driving down the main thoroughfare of the square and all of the bad cops or angry cops are shooting at it and it crashes, but then it explodes when they all gather around it because they had filled it with some more of the old man's explosives. Yeah. It was obvious. It was a fake. Like yeah, it instantly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then Andor and old man drive off on the bike speeder and they gone. They, they are gone. They gone. They're just going to get on back on the old guy's ship. Right. And then they roll yes. out. And this is where we're cutting back between like, there's really quick scenes of everybody you know, and they're all different places, but specifically um, shots of the past when Marva was saving slash kidnapping Andor as a child and him taking off with the old man now, sort of like he's in a similar position in the ship watching this other person like fly away. It's just there's a lot of parallels of he's being whisked off to some new part of his life now. Yeah, I, I wrote an emotional montage of all the characters that we've seen yes. so far. And yeah, they're going to get in the old guy's ship. And presumably fly back to some sort of rebel group that's forming that he's getting recruited to. Seems like a reasonable assumption. Okay. Okay. End of end episode of episode three. three. Okay. Now, how are you feeling about it? So, Sarah, after three episodes <laughs> of the show, uh huh, 
Yep. If you had to tell somebody what this show is about. <laughs> okay. A man a, there's a looking, little bit more now. A man looking for his sister <laughs> ends up killing two cops and yes. is trying to find a way to escape the planet he lives on. And in doing so, gets wrapped up in the Rebel Alliance to fight the Empire. Bam. That's what it's right. about. All right. And then probably tries to find a sister later. I swear, that's coming yeah. back. And don't forget, there was a, a girl who had a boyfriend who <laughs> thought the girlfriend was cheating on him, but she wasn't. And then the boyfriend got shot and is dead now. Yes. Fucking Tim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. At the end of episode three. <laughs> Does this spark joy? Does it make you want to watch more? I am so confused. <laughs> like, what is this show even mm -hmm. about? Like, I don't know what to say about this show. The, the only reason I kind of want to watch more of this show is mm -hmm. because I want to see if this show is about anything. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm genuinely intrigued to see if anything's going to happen in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just watched three episodes, which are like 35 minutes each. So we're talking about an hour and 45 minutes of content, mm -hmm. essentially a movie's length of time uh -huh. for an opening episode, essentially, because they dropped all three of these episodes at once. Mm -hmm. That isn't even a good opening episode to like draw you in, <laughs> like in terms of the characters, I would say. Like, I think you're into the like the atmospheric vibe of the show i'm into the vibe but i'm also into the characters because the i characters? want like i'm invested in him trying to find his sister uh, i'm invested in this old man and the and and whatever how he's involved in like rebel shit like i think bix is really cool like you think bix is really cool okay. i think bix is cool yeah i i think the old guy is cool um, the old guy is cool yeah he seems like a guy that you know has some skills Mm -hmm. Inform plans quickly and can make uh -huh. some, some stuff happen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Andor doesn't seem like that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. This I I feel like I see the direction of the show and how it might be good. Like, like it seems like this is going like to be like some sort of Star Wars heist show. Ooh, amazing word choice because I have watched episode four and it does seem to yes, yes. I think you are correct. Yeah, because it's just like Andor is a thief, even though, but it's so stupid that we didn't get to see that he's a thief in these first mm -hmm. three episodes. I'm only getting that from like reading the wiki and the IMDb, right? Like blurb, like mm -hmm. that's that's why I think I know where this is going. But it's but I have no reason to believe Andor has any skills solely from watching this show. Yeah, if anything, he just seems like a scavenger. Really, is what it. Yeah. The show is Other scavenger. than that, he like got something pretty crazy that it's like oh how do you get his hands on this and yeah. presumably like he's lying about how he got it and maybe he was a lot more involved and took a lot more planning and he executed it and it was a lot more impressive than oh. what he's saying i, I think know. what he's saying is super impressive like it is impressive but there, there's yeah. i think there was planning that was involved but like ultimately it's the simple act of like just acting like you belong where you are which yeah. I I think it's is still pretty good either way. An accurate way a lot of things work. But I would hope that you know it still takes some level of planning and execution that he specifically needs to be recruited to steal some information mm. or steal something in, yeah, in the yeah, future yeah. of this show. I don't know, Sitter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know 
we've recorded my opinions on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is better than the first three episodes of this. <laughs> so Okay. I'm not thinking okay. very highly of this show right now. But but like I'd say like what you didn't like about It was mostly the ending and like kind of the like, okay, why was the story important was that? But it at least did have like funny moments in it, which is I liked. Mm. Whereas this is like, okay, I don't understand why this is a story being told and it's not funny so far. So Okay. That's kind of like the scale. But I can see where this is gonna be good. Okay. I would have thought with like Obi-Wan it was more like there is a disappointment in what they have done with like a character that you're like familiar with and care about. Whereas this feels like a more potential blank slate situation where you don't have any expectations for this guy. So that um, would be a hindrance. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't care so much in Obi-Wan that they like changed him. It was just like the inconsistency. Like they like they made him shittier and then amazingly he got good again at the end. Like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was interesting. But this guy's like he's like, you know, ten times shittier than Obi-Wan was and <laughs> he has no like redeeming qualities other than that he like didn't kill the guy, but he killed a guy earlier. So like it doesn't really add it's not I don't know. He doesn't really seem like a good guy at all. <laughs> in He's early. I would say episodes. he doesn't. He doesn't seem like a bad guy to me either, though. I mean, he's not working for the Empire, so he's like a bar above that, I guess, mm -hmm. but not much higher than that, right? Yeah, but like, I feel like most of the things that make him like sketchy are just like shit he's had to do to get along. Maybe you know, like yeah, not been put in a great position in life, so like getting money is hard. I don't know, but. Yeah, I I have no beef with him as a like character, or and I'm excited to see how he grows. Yeah, what I'm struggling with is just like okay, yeah, he's he's in a shitty situation and he's going to like get from the bottom and he work his way up, kind of story. But there have to be millions and billions of people in the galaxy that have a similar story. So why is this guy special? And the fact that over the course of an hour and 45 minutes that they could not tell me why this guy is special is like crazy to me. Well, maybe he's not special yet. And why is he getting recruited? Is there like well, some like, prophecy? Is there like a prophecy right. like, out there? Like... Is he Harry Potter? <laughs> okay, fair. He, I guess he is special. They just, yeah, they have not shown his special skill set. That's, that's true. I feel like this, I feel like, I feel like this could have been one like 30 minute episode which like starts out with him like how he steals this object this okay. box and show him like executing this plan like the show opens with that mm -hmm. and like basically the show establishes okay wow he's a skilled thief okay. you know that's who we're watching this is an interesting person he's a really good skilled thief right now that would have gotten me in okay and then like there is a this is very slow paced right uh -huh. like like and i, I a lot of these Star Wars miniseries are very slow paced, but I don't know. I just like I, when I was watching it, I was like, why? Why is this show about this guy? I, I just couldn't. I, I feel like I, I just need a little bit, <laughs> so okay. a little bit of something as to why the show is about this guy. Like Boba Fett is pretty slow moving, too. Mm -hmm. But like they start from the beginning. You can just like tell Boba Fett's like a badass and you have a little bit of a backstory on him from the other content. And like, OK, he's going to survive the it or whatever and then he's like with the sand people and he chooses to like be a badass and like becomes one of the sand people and like it's very slow but at least establishes like okay this is an interesting character 
I'm like I'm interested in what this character's goals are going to be going forward. I think it's really interesting that you bring up Boba Fett because I actually have a note here where like I feel like these first three episodes have a similar arc to the whole Boba Fett series, but they managed they did it in three episodes and way better. Like that's what I wrote. You think this because, is better than Boba Fett? Yeah, I like this better than Boba Fett. I love I love a slow burn. So like basically everything you don't like about this, I love about it. Um, I like that he's kind of a you know he's he's not some super amazing guy. He's just a regular dude. Um, theoretically has some special skills in the thieving front, but like you get this sort of flashback backstory of like his origins and maybe like why he cares about things, which is what you get in Boba Fett with the like why he cares about the sand people. You get like his establishing like how his um existence and reputation in this town is which is like a big part of boba fett and him like just like people know who he is but he's kind of shit on or whatever and then you have the big like city fight at the end and even though the rancor riding around was pretty cool i like this like ominous the town is rising up maybe like the cops don't know what's going on and then you know daring escape situation i yeah first three episodes of this i like way better than boba fett wow okay <laughs> i uh <laughs> i do not even understand a little bit okay, <laughs> okay. this is pretty crazy to me. this is not much of a fight like this this action and even at the end like it was something because there was nothing for the first mm -hmm. two and a half episodes but it really wasn't that much action. but it was also like this great tension like action like that just happens because it's an, like like fast and furious stuff i guess you're you're really invested in this like this town was like is some sort of like amazing town that it's standing up to these guys but there was no altercation to indicate that anything was going to happen it was just like oh this is just an alarm system to tell everybody to go inside and hide. but it went on way longer than everybody was outside right like people were already tucked away inside and it did accomplish, like, freaking these guys out and disorienting them. And they did, somebody who was not our main character guy, tied that ship up to a big whatever it was. You know, like, there are pockets of potential already resistance going on. And anybody, like, making this ruckus, even if it is just an alarm system, is way more than we've seen in any random town in all of Star Wars when the Empire comes to town. Like, everybody else just huddles and hides and does nothing. And these guys freaked these cops out. And, like, I don't know that Andor and Old Guy get out of this as easily as they do without that. I don't know why it's interesting, but okay. <laughs> We're just not on the same page on this. This is pretty crazy. No, not at all. I love this show. <laughs> it's great. I can't wait for more. Okay, there's a fourth episode. Does something happen in the fourth episode of this show? Um, I mean, everything happens in every episode of any show. Like, of course something no, happens. Nothing happened. <laughs> in this show no in the first episode everything that you said dude. was cool about the show had nothing to do with andor let's <laughs> gonna point that out like andor the name of the show is andor uh -huh. nothing about what you said was cool about the show the show had anything to do with andor i mean I everything like you thought was cool about the show might not even be in the show the rest of the show that's true <laughs> but so far i really dig it what is this show <laughs> This show is a whole mood. That's what it is. I love the vibe. It's just serious people. Like, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I don't yeah, know. I love it's it. It's just not. Oh, no. Sarah, <laughs> between this and Obi-Wan, am I even a Star Wars fan anymore? I don't know. 
<laughs> like I checked IMDb, like the ratings on the show are like pretty good. Or I checked um yeah, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Like audience score, critic score, people are vibing with this. I don't well, get like, it. Like Star Wars is not one thing. Like you can love other parts of Star Wars and not this and still be a Star Wars fan. That you know, it's there is so much Star Wars content. Of course you're you know, like the chances that everybody's gonna like every part of it is like minuscule. So enjoy the parts you like. Don't finish the show if you don't like it. It's fine. I feel like I didn't have an issue with like like a true issue with anything when Star Wars until like Obi Wan and then and then this just like I don't even have an issue with it. It's just like it's not even a TV show. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about it. It's okay. The Ahsoka show will come out. You're gonna love it. That'll soothe all Maybe. all this other stuff. But... That could easily go bad too, though. I, I mean, I'm I'm super negative on Star Wars in this moment, current <laughs> moment right now. Um, that's like a character I, is that I, like I really like, and they could definitely mm-hmm. destroy that character if they mess it but up. But did you like her in the Mandalorian episode she was in? Um, I did. She's a little weird in Boba Fett, I think, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where she's like, I don't know, she's like more strict about the rules than even like Luke is. In terms of like the yeah, Jedi rules, and I that was a weird... didn't feel like that was really her character leaving Clone Wars. That's fair. So I was like, I was a little worried about that. That's fair. I did really like her in the Mandalorian episode, um, and she was just whatever in in the Boba Fett episode. I think it'll be okay. I think they'll come out with a show that's going to be good for her, and then you'll feel better about Star Wars. Maybe at least that's my hope. I don't know. I might keep watching the show, but you're like. It intrigues me how much of a nothing burger this show is. Like that's <laughs> really like okay. Okay. <laughs> what are they making here? Mm-hmm. I'm so well, intrigued said, to find um, out if anything is going to happen that I might keep watching it. Honestly, you did throw out the word heist, and you like heisty things. So does that I do? That's why I think it could be good. You? Okay. Yeah, like a Star Wars heist show. It sounds like a great idea. This is a terrible introduction. Hour and forty five <laughs> minutes to whatever that's going to be. Yeah. Okay. What this show should be is like he rolls in. There's a like a like a whole crew. Like like this should be like money heist in Star Wars. Like <laughs> like there should be a whole crew of people with different skill sets that he shows up to, and they, and then he introduces him, and he's like, "What are your skills?" And he's like, "I don't know." Like like he's like the he's like the guy who's like talented but doesn't know it, like kind of thing. And this is like you know like this is this is like the setup to. It feels like it's like a setup to like so many different like animes I watch or whatever. Mm. But they like establish what the show is in twenty minutes. <laughs> like, but this show <laughs> yeah. is like hour and forty five minutes. Uh, who knows what this show is? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I can see how this could be too slow paced for for many people. Uh, I and I'm just, I just I, I don't it. like drama for like like the fact that a guy has a girl has a sister and he doesn't know what his sister is. That's not a that's not like a story to me that's not like that's totally a story he's trying to find his sister and a girl has a boyfriend that thinks that she's cheating on him like that's not a story to me that's just oh that is so many stories like... it's so many stories but like it's not i'm not gonna go watch a show because that's the story you know like okay. why i don't understand <laughs> like so <laughs> it felt like it was an at least an hour of filler in an hour and 45 minutes of opening but the filler do you like blade runner are you a blade runner fan i 
I have not seen like the original Blade Runner for a really long time. I feel like if I watched it now, I would get distracted by some problematic aspects of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't really but... like. I didn't like it. I think I didn't like it. I liked it at the time. I liked, if nothing else, the atmosphere of it is great. And the same with the the newer Blade Runner um, movie, the the Ryan Gosling one. What do you the, say? Like, it's great. The aesthetic like, of it is. is you want to live in this world? Like what? No. <laughs> What's great but I about do it? Do want to enjoy a story told in that that weird, interesting, okay. futuristic, dark, gritty world? Interesting. Okay, to keep an eye out for shows like that. <laughs> or animes like that God. oh okay <laughs> i was gonna say i don't think shows like that are your vibe like the i mean they gritty... could be if they have like a good like dystopian concept to them i can mm -hmm. find them interesting but this is just like this is really just like super generic star wars see i feel like it doesn't feel like star wars which is also kind of what i love about it um i mean they're talking about imperials and you know yeah, but like nobody's running around with a lightsaber. It's it's like a lot darker, like grittier feeling than a lot of Star Wars. I guess I feel like I got that in Mandalorian. I mean, I mean, Jedi show up in that, but I mean, like Mando doesn't use a lightsaber. Yeah, but I don't know. There is still something inherently silly about this man who won't take his helmet off in front of anybody. I don't know. Yeah, he's part of like a yeah. He's basically part of a cult religion. Yeah, yeah. And you got yeah. a cute little baby Yoda in that. It can't be gritty with a cute little baby Yoda. Well, the show's actually supposed to be funny and like be yeah. entertaining at times. You know? <laughs> like Uh, okay. You don't want to listen to me shit on the show anymore. <laughs> I'll probably actually keep watching this. I'm gonna be honest. Like Okay. I look forward to your updates about how you continue to not like the show and how it continues to not be anything. I feel good about I was able to tell from the previews that, like, I didn't need to watch this show. And I was right. <laughs> I was right. I didn't need to watch this show. Okay. Okay. Now that I have watched it, like, I, I'm pretty good about not watching shows. I'm not going to like. Mm -hmm. But now that I have watched it, it's such a nothing burger that I have to see, like, <laughs> is this show just nothing all the way through? Or you That know? would be a feat, huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't like it. <laughs> I did not necessarily expect you to like it. I'll keep you, you updated like on whether or not this show goes anywhere, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. All right. The show. <laughs> we're done with the show. Okay. All right. You want to know what we're so, talking about next time? Yeah, I'd like to know what the plan is for next time. All right. So before that, though, like, here's the thing with Apple TV Plus, Mo. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, actually. Yeah. So I unsubscribed from that shit. Mm -hmm. not giving money to my nemesis mm -hmm. <laughs> anymore mm -hmm. reasonable but you know my subscription goes until october 19th i believe <laughs> okay so you got a little time left and i thought you know since i was already in i should check out some other shows on apple tv plus <laughs> all right yeah and i found a show Ooh. that we're gonna watch next time on apple tv plus <laughs> okay what is this show god damn you apple tv plus <laughs> just gonna pull you right back in no <laughs> what is i'm it? unsubscribed until sarah mm -hmm. chooses a show and then i have to resubscribe but yep yep i will forget about this uh, and force you to watch something else yeah next time we're going to be watching dickinson oh okay as in emily dickinson interesting okay on apple tv plus apple TV plus now i watched this because it has the actor ellie steinfeld 
Mm-hmm. She's the main. She plays Emily Dickinson. Okay. Tell me what else she's in. Oh, you want to know what else she's in? Okay. You keep mentioning her, and I have no. Uh, she's in Hawkeye. Face. She's the new Archer in Hawkeye. Okay. Didn't didn't watch that. You haven't watched that. Try okay. again. She is in Pitch Perfect two and Pitch Perfect three. Okay, I've seen two. In Pitch Perfect two. She's the new freshman. It's been a while, but okay, I've seen that. Still can't picture. Have but you all right. seen? <laughs> Have you seen Bumblebee, the Transformer movie? <laughs> uh, that's a no. Nope, nope. I've not right, seen she's that the main, one. She's the main character she, in that. But not the car. No, she's not the car. Okay. All right, she's... Okay, I know you've seen this. She's the voice of Spider-Girl in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Ooh, that movie's excellent, but also that doesn't show her face. I know. <laughs> I still have no visual to go on. All right, I'll just watch the show, I guess. I haven't seen, I feel like everything I've seen with her in it is, is something I liked, so. Okay. And then I was like, cool. oh, here's a show I haven't seen that she's in. I'll watch it. All right. So I Sounds watched good. it. You know nothing about this show, right? I know that once I accidentally pushed play on the first episode and went, no, this is not what I meant to push, and it has forever lived in my up next on Apple TV <laughs> Plus, and I haven't returned to it. Okay. That's that's it. All right. You know nothing about that. That's good. This is good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there anything I should know going into it? No, 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 no. Okay. We're, we're cool. Okay. I think there are things you're really going to like, and then there might be some things you don't like, and I'm oh. interested to see uh, <laughs> what what prepare, prevails, what prevails will, at the end of the day for you. I will prepare my rant on historically accurate sexism in media. <laughs> I can feel it already. Yes. Yeah, so this is a, what do you call these period pieces? yeah or yeah i forget what year but it's like it's like right before the revolutionary war times okay 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 and we're gonna watch two episodes there two episodes got it and they're about 30 minutes each i think okay. i have to get to episode two to get the good stuff that you're gonna like at least <laughs> so the first episode is all historically accurate sexism. i, I don't remember i don't remember exactly what happens in which episode so i don't know if there's anything you're going to like in the first episode, but I think you're okay. going to be in by episode two. All right. Fair enough. But I don't know if that it will be in enough to cancel out the stuff you don't like. So we're, we're going to see. I was I'm, about to say, I, I, I just want to know. I have much lower standards than you, I feel like, but then the historically accurate sexism does get to me. So we'll see. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to you watching Dickinson. Okay. This could be new favorite show. You could hate it. <laughs> I'm really curious. Those are always possibilities. <laughs> All right. Where can people contact us, Sarah? People can contact us to tell us that I am correct about the show and you are wrong and it is amazing. Oh, you're Bye. definitely on the popular <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely in the majority on the show. I mm -hmm. just really don't get it. Okay. Well, if anyone wants to try and explain it better than I could... They can email us. I don't at... think it can be explained. <laughs> well, they could give it a try by emailing keepwatchingpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at keepwatchingpod, Instagram at us at keepwatchingpod, or leave a comment on YouTube also at keepwatchingpod. And if you enjoy this episode or any others, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.